So, you are bloodied, but not broken. You're recovering from fighting these two owlbears. The wizard has finally come out of his tower, because he was kind of trapped there, because the owlbears were patrolling around. Um, it's a lizard wizard. You are... He's a loser wizard. Um, I'm so happy with this. You're, you're sitting there kind of resting up. Um, the owlbears are they're dead. You have not yet harvested them. Hex and Sharsu are, you know, a little worse for wear, but, like, alive. Um, and, yeah, you see this woman standing, uh, like, just inside the tree line. Um, I kind of lean over to, to Sharsu and be like, Hey. Hey. You see her, right? I'm, t tell me that's not just a me thing. He he looks over and he goes, "I I don't see anyone." Ah, oh, this. All right, this is gonna get weird. Hello, hello over there. I'm bleeding profusely. Um, I have any two for those I Like big smile, big wave, but clearly trying yeah. to hold in. Whatever's trying to get out of my torso. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, while Baron's having a look at that, uh, Moose does make an interesting point that we technically have our first subclass feature from our Patreon, uh, but we don't know what that is yet. So it could pop up somewhere. It could be something we just haven't worked out. We don't know. We started with no memory and we're still working out. <laughs> Fucking oh. Wraith with bleeding profusely. God, your parents must be assholes. <laughs> That's a callback to uh, Memnon season one humor. Uh, so, um, she picks up her shield and this, again, sword-like anime, like, should be too big to wield, picks it up like it's nothing and throws it over her shoulder. She steps forward and each, each step, the ground under her feet goes from, like, this normal earth to it starts kind of bleeding into this dark stone and the closer she gets to you the darker it gets around you until she's standing directly in front of you and you realize you're actually in the chamber that you very first woke up in oh wow um she like slams her shield into the ground and like cracks the stone and does the same with her sword so they're just kind of in the ground there she reaches her hand out to you to like help you up Thanks. Oh, making the sound of like an old person getting up out of a chair, like, oh, oh, me bones. Yeah. So you do that and she like, you know, does the like arm grab thing and pulls you up. And as she does, you just feel this rush of like adrenaline and you feel all of your wounds stitch closed. And you're now back up to full health. Okay. Feck and we, let me, we do know what our uh, HP is. Thank Feck. It's 31. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank, thank you. Sorry, uh, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, um, and very, very grateful. Yes, I am well aware who you are. I am Selic, the Herald of Pain, goddess of war. And yet... I've been watching you. Very... <laughs> and yet very good at putting me back together. You say you've been watching. Please tell me you didn't see that fight with the owlbears. I, I promise you. I promise you they aren't all like that. 
I did see that. <gasps> I am the goddess of war where there's a fight. I am there. Oh, did you at least see when I did uh, the pit fight? Did you at least see that one? She <laughs> gives a kind of smirk and nods. Oh, well, how can I help you? I should, I guess I should be, uh, sorry, I mean, let me have another slug. Um, <laughs> AR's like, she had money on you in the pit fight. <laughs> um, so, as, I guess, how can I help you? Hopefully you don't need me to kill anyone for you. Because I always need someone killed. Kind of my thing. Um, she clasps her hands behind her back and starts, like, walking around you in a circle. Goes, I was the first one here when the one you served showed up and decided to test her power. I would miss to say I was impressed. And then you came along. And made things so much more complicated. Yeah. Does it does it help that I'm not doing it at least on purpose? I suppose, but you are here, and you are spreading her word, which <laughs> is what you were given charge to do. Indeed. But tell me, and this what she circled around and is back in front of you. Uh, and she very casually just, like, rips her sword up out of the ground. Um, and as she does, you can even feel the ground under you, like, shake. Um, and she kind of holds it out and examines it. I mean, it's this massive, like, think, like, Dark Souls, like, great sword levels of absurd weaponry. Uh, she's just kind of, like, holding it out like it's nothing and looking at it. She goes, tell me, Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, what is it that you want? Hmm. Let's stop and pause for a beat. Because, I mean, that is an excellent question. Like, friends, what do we want? We've we've been given a task, but we've kind of been falling... We've been falling face first into into trouble. <laughs> Alright, Steel says a pint. Graphite's like, pancakes? I like, I like the idea of, well, at this point, breakfast. <laughs> that might be my pithy, my pithy line. Actually, I don't know, a pint and a pancake wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, I'll let you all try and pick up a pithy one liner. I'm going to go right back because I'm out of beer. So. Okay, no worries. Breakfast and a pint. Uh, Dorchard makes an interesting point. Why am I doing what I am? Oh, Musa says, under the kind, the kind, we still owe the Sineer, however it's spelled. Oh, you mean the, the lizard wizard in the tower? <laughs> Beast right. of bronze. Real maple syrup, not the flavoured stuff. No, you're like, Canadian maple syrup, and she's like, what the fuck is Canada? What What is a Canada? <laughs> what is a Canadian? Is, a, is that a new religion? Okay, yes, I... It involves hockey and maple syrup. <laughs> Um, I do like the idea of looking down at uh, Emberlin's healed wounds. Emberlin pops up and goes, Well, at this point, breakfast and a pint wouldn't go amiss. 
she chuckles a tiny bit and uh, just like she swings the sword just effortlessly, just kind of a little practice swing, and it just goes like millimeters from your nose and then like drops it over her shoulder. <clears throat> Sorry, that just that just came out. Um, but to be serious with you, I haven't really stopped to think. I mean, you, I believe you were there when I, well, I don't want to say came into the world, because I have no idea what was before all this, but I've never found myself wanting for adventure. God. Yes, yes. I was here. Well, more specifically, and then she, again, using the sword, points to one of the, uh, the massive stone chairs that encircle this room, just I was specifically there. And you, and then she points over to the center of the room, and you now notice there's this, like, massive black blood stain on the ground. Was that me? She nods. Was I made here? Yes, I believe that is a thing you should ask your queen. <sighs> I, I try not to trouble her too much. <laughs> well, and yet I seem to be causing trouble across the place. Uh oh. Uh, I... I'm sorry, I do not... I do not have an answer for you. I should... I don't know, but I think perhaps it's getting to spend so much time with with you and the the rest of this great pantheon doesn't leave one wanting for much. He chuckles a bit and goes, "I should actually probably thank you and your queen, for you have given me everything I want." <laughs> there is a war coming. The war. I don't suppose Your queen you uh, started uh, it. <laughs> also, Lucifer, I need to get on with at least some of the gods. All right. <laughs> um, wouldn't suppose you'd have any um, any pre-war tips. You, know, you backing a particular side. I should know about. He's like, well, I'm backing my side. <laughs> When your queen did what she did, she started the war between us and the lower lords. And they are not happy. Oh, thank God. Sorry, sorry. I was worried it was going to be... Yeah, I, I didn't like the idea of the gods fighting. That kind of puts me square in the middle. The lower the... lords. She chuckles and goes... I mean, you are one of the foot soldiers, so... <laughs> I'd be the first! But the lower lords, we've seen some of their effect... I've seen some of their effects on this world, and... I don't think this place would be better off... Wait, no, hang on, sorry. Let me double back. I just... I almost double negative into joining the, the lower lords there. That would have been a big fuck-up. <clears throat> From what I've seen of the effect of the Lower Lords, I think they could stand to be a little bit eradicated. She, again, effortlessly swings her sword under and, like, tips your chin up with the point. Um, and it's 
you expect it to be like cold because it appears to be steel or something. Um, but it is red hot on your chin. Like it doesn't seem like it's actually burning you, but it is hot. Um, and she kind of sizes you up from and goes, rather ironic given your lineage. We are who we are. He lowers the sword and puts it back over her shoulder and says, yes, it is the choice that makes us. Wait, what that before? Hmm. Since you seem to be the errand boy for the divine. <laughs> You're not wrong. What do you say you do me a bit of a favor? How can I help? I need you to tell my soldiers their marching orders. Okay. Uh, I would be I would be more than happy. Do you though do you have a a symbol or a mark that I can provide to them that, so that they know that these orders come from you and not from gestures to tiefling self. Um, rando, rando with the horns. I do. And actually that is how you will identify them. The question is, do you want my mark on you or simply something to show them? <sighs> something to show them. If we'll be fighting side by side against the lords... I, I look forward to it, but I still serve my queen, first and foremost. Very well. Like, we're all okay uh, with that, right? Like, I I feel like getting another god's mark on us might piss off our deity just a wee bit. <laughs> Dear Dorchus, hello, Emblem Bones, Errand Boy to the Divine, how are you? Okay, okay, I'm getting I'm getting called out for, for simping for deities here. Look, it's not my fault, alright? I just got off I just got off Castlevania season four and I got a thing for ladies with big swords. I'm not gonna apologize. Um <laughs> Sword Lady Tattoo, let's go! <laughs> I think that is a terribly thought out idea. Uh, yeah, Keith is saying physical object works. All right. Uh, Ark, uh, so the Queen of Embers hasn't told us no other gods. Like, she's not been livid at us for, like, interacting with the other deities. But we also haven't, like, taken the mark or of anything along those lines. Yeah, you just agreed to, like, run errands for them. Yeah. Which you also didn't do. <laughs> Because you were told to kill someone, and you are like, yeah, we found him. Yeah, we're not going to kill him, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that conversation. A whole lot of not. But, you know, we don't work for the we don't work for the Storm Goddess. We were just helping. But it turns out that Storm Goddess is playing us as, as like a like a cheap banjo lately. <laughs> Sorry, Beast of Bronze with... She didn't say no other gods... But you get with one god just once, you never hear the end of it. Oh. Huh. Sorry, can you can you hear that music in the background? The 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 Not not this music, other music. 
I don't think so. Yeah. Sorry, the the bar that's over there has started playing music, and I just want to make sure it wasn't yeah. DDN. Okay. Um, well, I mean, like, if you lot couldn't hear the Super Chainsaw Brothers earlier, then... Yeah. Okay, so no, I think we're on the, the right path. having a nice microphone. Um, so yes, um, we're going to go with uh, the, the object rather than the mark. Feels very well. Um, and she slams her sword down into the ground again and then pulls it out. And you see blood start to, like, seep out of the crack. Oh, God. She holds her hand up, and the blood starts, like, floating. And it forms into this, like, symbol over underneath her hand. And it's this, um, it's like a circular symbol that's kind of almost shadowy. Uh, and then in the middle of it, there's very clearly, like, a wolf's snarling face. Like, in, um, like a side view. And then she, as she holds so her hand metal. there... The, the blood, like, solidifies and, like, crystallizes. Um, and then she pulls some more of the blood up, and it forms, like, a chain. And then she takes it and hands it to you. Oh, my word. Um, it, it is cold. Like, you touch it, and it is frigid. Ah, that I was not expecting. Oh, um, she goes, so go forth. Emblem burns and seek the god, the dogs of war. The dogs of war. You wouldn't happen to know where they're located, roughly, would you? I, I, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't say no to some, uh, some pointers. Yes. Well, that will help you find them. Um, and somewhere behind you, you hear like a door, like, like a massive door, like crack open. Yes. Oh, if you excuse me, I have other matters to attend to. Well, thank you kindly. And perhaps once these lower lords have been dealt with, maybe a maybe a pint? Maybe a sit down and a natter? She chuckles and says, we'll see. She puts her hand in your chest and like pushes you over and you like fall backwards. Um, and as you hit the ground on your back, you just like, and you're back in front of the tower. Uh, Emberlyn makes an embarrassingly loud <laughs> uh, from the falling sensation. Um, <gasps> you, we're going to have you roll a perception check for me real quick. Okie dokie. Uh, so just first, D20. first roll in ages. Uh, both your actual character cheat. Yep. Oh, 16. That'll be the best roll we do all day. Your perception is... And Immortal okay. Len, I'm not trying to flirt with death. I am flirting with the goddess of war. Who has very a very big, big sword. And a very big shield. Seriously, if you haven't I'm seen Castlevania Season 4, you don't know what I'm about, but it's okay. <laughs> oh. You notice, uh, A, you're like sprawled out on your back, and you notice there is actually like dust that you kicked up. Like you did actually just like fall or something. Um, and then you realize you still are holding something that's just absurdly cold. So and after the embarrassingly loud <laughs> from falling over onto our back and then the <coughs> we then make another series of <laughs> trying to fumble yeah. the cold thing into uh, into our pouch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's you have this pendant that has this like wolf mark on it. Um, and it's like this deep um, black, which is like a hint of red. Like, I don't I mean, I'm assuming all of you know what like really old blood looks like. Um, and yeah, it looks like that. And it's just like cold to the touch. Okay. Um, 
Um, and yeah, you like fumble it into your pouch. Um, but before you do, you get this like... As your fingers leave it, you get this very faint like... Almost like whispering sensation in like a direction. Like coming from like kind of like behind you and... Uh, and like, you know, a ways away. Like just this very faint like whisper. Uh, and then almost to no one towards the uh towards the general sky being like a, a long a long breath is let out followed by oh good uh Sh Sharsu looks over and he's like you all right look like you've uh, seen a ghost uh wait another ghost here haven ghosts stupid ghosts no, it's not ghosts. It's more. Uh, uh... Sorry, you're cutting out there for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, um, I think it's because you were talking away from the mic. It wasn't picking up. Discord being a butt. Um. So yeah, it's still we're still just flush flat on our back. Yeah. Um. So not ghosts. Um. Uh... It's going to be another one of those things that's going to make you want to drink again. I'm I'm very sorry. He, he just kind of sighs, like, <sighs> "You weren't kidding when you said you were the Herald, huh?" Nope. Apparently, I'm now the errand boy of the of the great deities. <sighs> uh, meanwhile, the the lizard wizard is there, looking very confused. <sighs> uh, well, I've got another job. Uh, also, um, uh, sorry, I just meant to say. Uh, so, also, Selic. Uh, Oh, she is a vision. E, like you, you didn't realize this before, but you've never seen Sharsu like go wide-eyed, and he just like, what? Yeah, I, I don't know how to tell you this, friend, but I, I think I might have a crush on one of the great deities. Um. Hex totters over and and like looks like they were getting ready to like start doing you know the round of like alright everybody patched each other up uh, and then like looks at you and like pats your wounds it's like you, I, what? yeah I don't understand either dear Hex but like lifts up shirt apparently I'm okay now that's just a thing should serve gods. Gods seem to do good things. If I get the chance, I will introduce you. Chelsea oh. will probably be able to tell you which one you might like, but we'll work on that later. So, okay. So, sitting bolt upright and dusting self off and kind of as I've, as we're now healed, I can kind of get up on my, of my own volition. So, like, right. Well, let's deal with the task at hand first and then we'll, well... <laughs> Then I'll I'll fill you in on our next little operation. Um, so turning to the lizard wizard, it's like right. We have two dead owlbears. What do you need? Yes. Well, I just need them dead. Feel free to harvest them if you'd like. Uh, oh, uh, like paths down pockets. Yes. I'll get your payment. You have you have the contract on you. I do. Yes. But okay. 
I'll, I will get my seal and mark it as complete. I'll be right back. Like, shuffles back into the tower. Uh, so yeah, you have two owlbears. You can try and harvest whatever you want from them if you'd like. Um, I just want one of their bloody talons. I want a claw. Like, I feel we have fucking earned that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also uh, thinking of um, if the... It's like, what can we do to help the wizard? Because the wizard was good to us. I mean, the contract was literally just, like, they needed these dealt with because they couldn't leave their tower because they were, like, they made these things and they went awry. And they were like, I can't leave because they'll kill me. You know what? An owlbear skin for the ship would be pretty, would be pretty nails. Although they, owlbears have feathers, right? <laughs> like, uh, kind of. They have both feathers and fur. Um, It's like, it's like feathers around the head and it kind of blends down into, like, fur around there. Body. I bet the fur's really soft. Actually, no, we probably singed the shit out of it, so it probably smells like burnt hair. Burnt hair and pellets. Because, okay, I don't know if you're all aware of this, but um, owls don't have a standard digestive system. They eat things whole, digest them, and then spit up pellets of all the stuff. Imagine what owl bears are like. Just pellets of, like, adventurer. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to have you roll. I will either let you do a... Let's see, that'll be... Actually, it'll probably be a survival check. Okay. Uh, to, to see what you can get off these two owlbears. And I'll let you do two, one for each owlbear. Okay. So roll 2d20. All right. Uh... Oh, no. Well, okay, total them. A 10 and a 4. Plus. Told you that 16 was our best roll of the day. Plus your survival. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're able to get. That's bonus. Uh, you get four intact talons. Um. And you. Let's see if, uh... Oh, I should write these down. So you have four owlbear talons. Um. And one of them you can actually like skin and like get the the pelt off. You will have to like tan it. Um. But you're able to like. With Charsu and Hex's help, you're able to, like, skin it. Um, but the other one is too burned to properly skin. Yeah. Um, um, and then I'm just going to do a... Sorry, I, the reason I was smirking is uh, Wraith was just saying an owlbear skin rug for when the gods stop by. We don't even uh, know if she's interested in us. We can't be too forward. Uh, and you do get one owlbear beak. Oh, nice. Um, and then, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of meat if you want to just hack off big chunks. But, uh... I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm good. Um, so, looking at our little horde of parts, uh, turning to the wizard being like, look, is any of this useful for you? I know you paid us for a job, but I wouldn't exactly say we... Well, I wouldn't exactly say I handled it with ease. So if any of this is useful to, to you or your work, I, I feel it's the least we can do for you patching us up mid-battle. They looking like, I will, I will take some of the blood so I can study it. But other than that, I don't have much use. Uh, Hex kind of pulls on your like sleeve. Oh, yes. Uh, Hex, what would you like? Hex holds up Toothy. Okay. We'll get, we'll carve off some owlbear for Toothy. Would Toothy like that? You, you just see, like, 
a little bit of drool come out of like where you think Toothy's mouth is. <laughs> ah! Gonna take that as a yes. All right. Um, Hex walks over to one of the owlbears, like the one you skinned, and then turns to the wizard and goes, "You may want to look away," <laughs> and just sets Toothy down on on the owlbear and is like, "Go ahead, it's okay." And then just like pseudopods shoot out and you just hear like crunching and like grinding as oh. it starts like gnawing oh. into this thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and Sharsu goes, oh, oh, mm. oh, never get used to that. Never get used to that. Oh, it's mm. still bad. Oh, it's still going. Oh, oh, oh. oh. And yeah, <laughs> the, the wizard is both intrigued but also just like, oh. All three of oh. us are horrified but we can't look away. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hex is like, <laughs> Toothy gets a snack. Toothy gets a full fucking meal. Going through bone like butter. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just like crunching and slurping and like it, like devours like entire arm of one of the. Oh, it's a couple of times where it's like. Oh, oh. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Oh. Mm. Okay. Roll Constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, just a d20, right? Yeah. 17! Okay, you're able to keep it down, but like, there's a couple, there's a couple moon, Moon's Haunted moments. Oh. Oh. No, we're good. Okay, I'm okay. Uh, after a moment, like, it stops and you like, just hear like, gurgling and digesting noises. And then Hex walks out and is like, are you done? Okay. And like, picks Toothy back up and is like, key. And the wizard's just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. What? And Hex just holds it up and he's like, It's Toothy. Like, okay, uh. And just like, hands <laughs> out with like money in his hand. I'm just like, here. Thank you. Yeah, so okay. mark down, you get 10 gold. Woohoo! Uh, and then uh, they put down their like, their mark on the contract marking it is complete, so you can turn it back into the guild. Okay. Um, well, then, if you have no more no more need of us, uh, we have more work to attend to. There's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, anytime Hex steps towards them, they're like, a tiny step back. Like, oh, you keep that over there. <laughs> Sorry, and whilst we were going through that horrific experience, Dorchus was pointing out that we now have enough pieces that if we wanted to become a vigilante crime fighter called the Owlbear, we could. Or Owlbearman, if you will. We've got the cape, we have the beak, the talons. Kaka! Um. <laughs> yeah, you keep it down, but you're going to need something to rinse your mouth with. Um. So as we trundle back towards the ship... Uh, I'm just gonna. I'd be like, so Chaosu, do you want me to just tell you straight up this time? I, 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 I'm sorry. I keep throwing all of this at you, friend. At this point, I. Sure, whatever. Just let's get it out of the way. Let's get the existential dread going. Yeah. Let me let me process my emotions about the fact that I've devoted my life to serving a deity and you can just talk to them whenever you want that's fine it's totally fine i did put in a good word for you i hope you know that i don't know if i should thank you or 
punch you, honestly. You might want to do both. Wait till I've told the story. So, met with the goddess of war. Um, good news, uh, she's with us. Uh, bad news, war's coming. Um, and we're on her side in it. So that's good. Um, I, I say we, because obviously if you need to not continue to get involved in this nonsense, I, I can't stop you. But it sounds like it's a kind of a, an all of us in it together sort of thing. They want to go after the lower lords. Or the lower oh, lords good. are going to kick off. Yeah. Oh, Fun. Cool. <laughs> yup. It's one of those things you sign up for and you never think it's going to happen. Um, like the the war between the gods and the lower lords has always been one of those like impending threats, but you never think it's actually going to happen. They kind of keep each other in check, and they never really full on clash. Yeah, Let you know that that's kicking off in my lifetime. Yeah, thanks, fate. Um, I don't know if I'm a byproduct of it happening, or if I'm the thing that's causing it all to happen, but it's one or t'other. It's one or t'other. Um, good news. We're getting some reinforcements. Um, which is useful. Um, I've... Our, our, little, our little task from the Goddess of War is to seek out uh, the Dogs of War. Uh, they are probably her followers or friends or... I don't know, an actual group of dogs. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but First she did... kind of, oh, like, tilts his head and, like... Oh. There's... There's been rumors of... Weird, obscure texts that... I mean, given my personal detail that I follow, you know, we acknowledge... There's a couple references in some very ancient scrolls of the Dogs of War, but we... <laughs> We thought there were metaphors, honestly. Well, they may still be. Also, Alanis, I see you werewolves or riot. <laughs> uh, and Wraith, the Poppers of Barfight is the um, uh, the local tavern for them. Um, I think it would be the Puppers of, of like, Barbaral. Yes. Yeah. Um, and AR does make a good point that the Goddess of War might not be informing us of this conflict so much as she might be trying to bloody start it. Um, but do you know what? Fuck it. Sorry. Kisa with Bark Brawl. <laughs> it's the little dog park next to the Dogs of War. <laughs> um, <clears throat> however, uh, whether they're real, metaphorical, or actual dogs, um, I was given this, and so I take out, and I kind of, you know that thing when you take something out of the freezer and it's just a little too cold, so you kind of like bounce it between your hands? Yeah. Like, I keep bouncing the kind of the medallion, and I'm like, we got given this. What do you think? And I pass it to Chasu. Um, yeah, so Chasu is going to... Chasu. Oh god, please tell me we're not going to flash freeze. Oh no. Uh, so yeah, he takes it, and like, you see him like, as soon as he takes it, he's like, ah, okay. Oh, that's really cold. Um, and then I'm going to have him roll a... 
That's for you. No! I'm gonna stop giving deity items to people. I'm gonna have him roll a history check. His history is actually weirdly bad, but whatever. Uh, yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, cold. Ah, and like tries to pass, pass it back. He's like, I, I don't recognize that, unfortunately. Supposedly, it's going to, uh, once we find the dogs of war, it's going to give us uh, a, uh, a a modicum of clout with them. They're they're supposed to start getting ready for this big conflict, and I've been I've been politely asked to inform them thusly. All right. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm just along for the ride at this point, so. So you're the goddess of knowledge, and I find you who keeps stumbling upon knowledge, because that's just my lot in life now. <sighs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I <laughs> I was probably made, and so I'm just I'm as clueless as I'm as clueless as anyone could be in this situation. So both your your knowledge and your friendship is greatly appreciated. Actually, yeah, Kisa, that's a good point. And, like, turning the medallion over in my hands, I'm like, hey, Hex, does this ring any bells to you? Because it's always worth... Hex has continued to surprise us. Um... Hex rolls better what? history than Jasu. I mean, Hex has seen some shit. Yeah. Um, but Hex still is like... Oh, sorry. Ah, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm gonna put my ear up to it to see if I can hear for that whispering again. Just like... Roll me a perception check. Alright. Oh yeah, just Lucifer pointing out how salty on main this guy is. Oh yeah. Like, he's dedicated his life to a goddess and the pursuit of knowledge. And then Redhorn's McSets on fire shows up and is like, I just talked with this god! And I just talked with this god! And he's like, dedicated my whole... Life to this, but cool, whatever. Uh, 18! 18. Oh, I'm gonna roll like shit in our first fight today. Yeah, so you yeah, you hold it up and kind of listen and like... And it's not even like coming from the medallion, but yeah, you, as you're holding it and like actually have a solid grip on it, you start to hear that like whispering coming from, uh, from a direction again. Okay. Um, actually back towards like the main Red Isle. Okay. Well, I think we can use this to find them. So let's let's trundle back to the ship, and then let's find us some dogs. Apparently. Arsu's like, all right. Uh, meanwhile, Hex is is just like clutching toothy, like. <laughs> I think someone earlier described uh, Hex as like a proud parent with Toothy, and I love, I love that kind of like that. Oh, my little, my little sword has done well. I'm so happy. It's well, it's more like a kid that finally trained their dog to shake. Like, I, I taught it to do a thing. But instead of holding a single paw, it's consuming an owlbear's skinned corpse. Like, I don't know. I imagine like a whole like carnage from spider-man thing going on just like yeah a little bit um sword son yeah, is you... best son actually i believe currently toothy's an axe um, okay toothy's an axe sorry my apologies at the moment but like 
the, the whole thing with Toothy is like it can change to whatever. Um, so yeah, you make your way back to the boat. Um, and you get in, and you're just heading back to the, the Red Isles, or like the main Red Isle. You're on one of like the, the surrounding bits. And Dorchus, that's not a bad theory. Oh, see, uh, AR, sadly, Toothy wasn't with us when we encountered the um, uh, the goddess of war. Uh, so Toothy can only copy things that it sees. Yeah, it has to like be presented a weapon and then has to actually have enough physical mass to replicate that thing. Uh, and it's a fairly young mimic at the moment, so it can only do like... It's like a, I think it's a hand axe right now. Yeah, which is perfect for a little kobold. Um, uh, yeah, it's currently a hand axe. So I, I decide to to leave the topic of gods and deities for the moment because Shasu's been putting up with so much and we'll head back to the ship so that we can um, follow the, the medallion back to the Red Isles. Um, so you head back towards the main isle. Um, meanwhile... Oh, and sorry, to interrupt. So, Step Gem, we did talk to the Lizard Wizard. The Lizard Wizard was actually pretty fine with... Uh, they wanted some Albear blood for research stuff, but they're pretty set for good. So, like, there wasn't too yeah. much we needed that they needed of us, apart from the Albears getting killed. So, because I wanted to help them if they needed anything, but... Well, I guess we wanted to help them if they needed anything, but they were good. Um, sadly, they're also not a frost mage. They couldn't be a lizard wizard in a blizzard. Dorchus, you were going for the same joke I was! Fuck! Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, Baron, yes, we'd like to return to the ship. Okay. So, yeah, you get back to the ship. You start put put putting your way back to the, uh, <laughs> uh the main island. Uh, I believe you're, it's like a... It's a fairly short jaunt, so it's like 45 minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, Sharsu and Hex kind of rest up and, like, patch their wounds up. Um, yeah, not everybody got god time. Uh, do they eat turkey gizzards? Is that a lizard wizard and a blizzard eating turkey gizzards? And they might be played by Eddie Izzard. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, like, make your way back. Um... You see, like, during this time, like, they patch themselves up. Sharsu does, like, he sits down and tries to, like, he seems like he's, like, either meditating or, like, trying to commune or something. Um, maybe just trying to cope. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Hex is, like, swinging Toothy around, like, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. I like to imagine, like, the, the sunset behind a little bit. It's got, like, a kind of like a karate kid maneuver. Yeah. But it's a cobalt with an axe. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna continue just like piloting away. I uh, and I, who was it was pointing it out? Um, uh, Wraith were just saying that they love how everyone's just accepted the fact that Emily just goes pop 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 pop, pop when piloting the ship. Yeah, just just going along. Pop, 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 pop. Why does he do that? I, he just don't just, just just leave it. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, Moose, I I'm actually thinking about if we have time that maybe trying to commune with the uh, with the Queen of Embers. And seeing if she can just do like an intro for Chao Su and the Goddess of Knowledge, because he's putting up with a lot of shit for just because he deserves to have some FaceTime with his goddess, you know? I wanna make that happen. I wanna do that for him. 
We're kind to the kind, and Chaosu is a very kind person who's putting up with a lot of bullshit. You know? Alright, so you... You arrive back into the Red Isles. Um, you dock. Again, it's like everyone's bustling and everyone has a purpose. They have a job. They're doing their job. Going about their their tasks. What do you do? Let's get a room. Let's get everybody rested up. And I'm going to try and commune with the, the goddess and see if we can hook up uh, Chasu. Alright. Um, which means, let me pull it up. For those of you that are unaware, there is a form for both random NPCs and random locations. Of which we're about Including... to get a ton of both. Yeah. So, let me find the location. Let me find a uh, type of shop. Let me find an inn. Um, that I haven't used yet. So, actually, so Dorchus, I don't want to go straight to the Golden Wake. I want to find... I want to find a local also, place. Also, you straight up failed at finding the, the Golden Wake last time you were here. Yeah, we just fecked it. Okay, uh, we're going with this one, because it's hilarious. <laughs> um, like you need another reason. Also, you'll appreciate it. Um... So you you finally <laughs> you, you finally find it. Sorry, um, <laughs> Dorchus, thank you so much. Um, you find uh, an inn um, uh, as you approach it. It's called the Weeks Respite. W H E E K S. And and you walk in and ah. Uh, there's there's just a massive spectral guinea pigs <laughs> sitting on the counter. A spectral guinea pig. Who did this? I need I, you need praise. Torches. Torches, you legend. Um, it is a bright interior, and the walls and rafters are crisscrossed with small doorways and ramps, which facilitate the movement of an army of spectral guinea pigs in little suits and bow ties. <laughs> they are larger than normal guinea pigs, about cat-sized, and will take orders, menus on the tables, deliver food and beverages, carrying trays on their backs, uh, provide room service via hatches in each room, and they don't speak, but can understand languages, <laughs> the owner cooks, etc., is actual people. With <laughs> giant spectral guinea pig with like a sign next to it says like I can understand commands tell me what you want Emberlyn is speechless with happiness just <gasps> I, I'm, I, I'm looking I'm looking at Hex I'm looking at Chasu I'm like Hex actually it seems like oh yeah it's this place uh, <laughs> Charsu's just like how is this not the weirdest thing that's happened today? <laughs> I know, right? Oh. We are staying here. We are getting food and we are staying here tonight. <laughs> I will pay. I don't care. This is... It wasn't a question. Hmm? Uh. So yeah, like this... This guinea pig is like sitting there looking at you like... We need a room for the night. We're gonna go get a table and get some food. Also, this is amazing. 
It, it nods and kind of like looks over in a direction. You see there's like a little dining area. I had a sign that just says like, please see yourself. Yeah, Wraith, we're going to have to try... I'm, I'm going to have to roll real well to have the willpower to leave the guinea pig in. The end uh, of the week. The week's respite. The week's, the week's uh, respite. So yeah, like you go and you sit down and there's like this this tiny ramp that goes down to each table and yeah, this, this, guinea pig, this spectral guinea pig comes over <laughs> yes! carrying menus in its mouth and sets them on the table. And then like... Waddles back up the ramp to let you like look over the menu. Um, a lot of salads, a lot of vegan options. There's a couple like meat options, um, but like it's mostly like vegetarian and vegan stuff. I mean, I don't. It could be sawdust at this point. It's guinea pigs. Uh, and sorry, uh, Fiona is currently streaming at the moment, so I won't be able to tell her about this until after. But be assured, I will tell her in great loud detail. <laughs> Moose yeah. is like, if you want a salad, it might not make it to your table. Oh, there's some little nibble marks on it. You, like, you look through the menu and yeah, it's all this like stuff. Uh, after a couple minutes, uh, again, the guinea pig in like a suit and bow tie waddles back down the thing and like sits down and looks at you like expectantly. And Sharksu's just like, oh, oh, how's the fish, I guess? And Hex is like, biggest meat you have. And the guinea pig kind of nods at each of them and then looks at you expectantly. Uh, house... And Hex goes, oh, and ale. House salad, also ale. Also, you're adorable! It, sorry, it sorry. reset you a little bit and goes, and like nods and like waddles off. Um, it takes your, it takes your minis from you. It just like, <laughs> like waddles off. We, um, we have gone through a lot of weird stuff together as a team. We have dealt with things none of us ever expected. But this is amazing. I don't know what we did to deserve this, but we'll do it more often. X is just like, kind of, just like, yeah, this place, yeah. They've, they've been here before. Like, again, Hex is from the Red Isles, so like, like ah, yes, this place. This is probably uh, like a like a big tourist spot for the it, local area. Yeah, it, it's like a cat cafe. They're just like, oh yeah, this place. Like, yeah, I never went in there, but like we knew it existed. Um, uh, a, a few moments later, a guinea pig with like us a, a tray strapped to its back waddles down the thing with a couple ales and like a glass of water. Emberlin and just, like, does in the middle of the table. Emberlin does not stop making happy noises. Just. The whole and time. Hex has to like stand up on their chair and like reach over and grabs their ale and like sips it. Shorsu just takes the glass of water and she's like, this... how does this keep getting weirder? <laughs> um, and then yeah, it, it like waddles back up the little ramp. Um, after you all take your drinks. And like you're all sipping your drinks and like there's a couple other people in here. Um But it's it's fairly empty at the moment. It's not peak like tourist season. Uh, there's like a family in one corner. Honestly, this Emily does not stop being ex like happily excitable. This like, <laughs> like watching the guinea pigs going at other tables and doing stuff. I'm just being like, <clears throat> um, between drinks and your food arriving, uh, a guinea pig 
comes down carrying a key that has like a room number on it and like sits it on the table um and also has like a a little note that says like um it says like two silver for the night oh i i'm putting three down like i am tipping the <laughs> shit out of these guinea pigs where's my yeah I'll it's put... got it's actually like on its collar there's a little like a cup and you just like put the put the yep. money in and it it like weeks at you and then bottles back up the yeah. Oh. Uh, this is amazing. Okay, so honestly, like, Emberlin is just not going to stop being happy, excitable. There is going to be, unless Charles has something they bring up, like, there is not going to be sensible conversation from Emberlin this entire encounter. Like, yeah, it's it's this weird juxtaposition between Sharsu being just weird the fuck out, Emberlin being very happy. And Hex just being like, yeah, who's the thing? Yep. Hex being weirdly calm, just usually being the most excitable of the three of us. Yeah. This massive war turtle with an iron shell and this fucking tiefling that can't calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, eventually your food is delivered again on a, like, a tray strapped to this guinea pig's back. And you just like, it goes down and stands in the middle of the table and you like take your tray off or your meal off. And they're actually in like the perfect orientation for like where you're sitting. So I'm like, oh yes, this is clearly like mine. This is um, amazing. I'm so full of yeah. this. I know, like it's a it's a delightful salad. Um Jarsu, like the fish is very well cooked. Um they deliver hex like a whole ass chicken, basically. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you you eat and then eventually uh like various guinea pigs keep showing back up to like check on you and just like Weaking at you, like, kind of like, do you need anything? But, like, in guinea pig just yeah. sounds. Um, eventually, you're like, I, which way is our room? And uh, another guinea pig shows up to, like, lead you up to your room. There's a little ramp next to the stairs that they walk up so they can get up the stairs. Uh, and yeah, you go upstairs and they lead you to your room. And um, you walk in, it's like, it's very cozy. Like, there's a little fireplace. Um, there's, uh, they specifically gave you a room with like three beds. Uh, there's like you know, twin size beds. This is amazing. Um, uh, and then there's like a little bell on the the wall next to a hatch that says like ring for service. Um, okay, okay. How how is Emberlin gonna fucking calm down from this glorious guinea pig flavored joy? Um, there's paintings on the walls of like. Yes! Kind of anthropomorphized like guinea pigs like in battle or like like at a at a fancy dinner in like full suit and gowns and things, but they're guinea pigs. Fuck, if that and, existed, like, I would need it in my life so badly. Um there's like guinea pig ping poker and like you know, <laughs> it's this whole like there's an aesthetic and they just like keep doubling down on it. Um <laughs> Lord Week Week the third the pokers, actually, the handle of the pokers for the fire is like a little guinea pig. Like, it, they, they just like went ham with the shtick. Fuck yes. Um, I'm so okay with this. Yeah, there's like there's a little stack of wood next to the fire. Like the fire isn't going yet because guinea pigs can't start a fire. Um, but there's like materials to start a fire if you would like one. There's you know, chamber pot and like a yeah. thing of water. Okay, okay. Um, like, there's a... Like, 
Emberlin is still visibly like bouncing from happiness. But we, yeah. we came here for a specific thing, so it's like, okay, Hex, Shalsu, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try communing with my, <laughs> communing with my charge, my my queen of embers. So I'm gonna make some fire. If if things get weird, don't worry. Uh, if if it gets a bit too weird in here, just go downstairs and hang out with the guinea pigs. <clears throat> no, focus. Damn it, Emberlin, focus. Actually, friends, maybe we should ask uh, Shalsu to, to meditate with us. Because that might not be a bad shout. Actually, yeah, no. So, change of plan. So, be like, okay. Emberlin, again, is desperately trying to shake off this just pure, just, like, childlike joy the guinea pigs, the spectral guinea pig land is bringing right now. So I'm like, okay, okay, so, focus, 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 so, Hex, we're going to try something here, so feel free to, to go back downstairs and get another ale if you'd like, or just, just stay within guinea pig land, it's so fucking cute. Uh, Shasu, I'd like you to join me in some meditation. I, I want to try something, and I, I know I'm asking you to blind trust me on this one, but... I want to, yeah, I want to try something. He's like, I, I can do that. Actually, um, oh God. Um, he very reluctantly like walks over to the little like ring for service bell. And then it's like, <sighs> he keeps like reaching for the bell and like, <sighs> fine. Rings the bell and a little guinea pig shows up. Emblin immediately um, starts squeaking with happiness. And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, can I... Can I get just, like, a bowl of water? Like, yay big. Thank, thank you, I think. I don't know how this works. And the guinea pig weeks at him and it, like, goes off. And, like, a couple minutes later, comes back with a bowl of water about, you know, about the size that he just indicated with on its back. He takes it, he's like... Thank you. Emberlin is back to hopping from one foot to the other in just fucking happiness. <laughs> She's like, do I, do I, do I tip you? Do I, I, I don't know how this works. And the guinea pig just like, <laughs> just goes back in the door. He's like, oh god, this is weird. Okay. Um, and he, so he like, I assume you like start a fire in the fireplace. Shake it up. Well, so what I wanted to do was place down just like a, it come blankets or pillows, or whatever, just for where we're going to be sitting. Yeah. And so I get all the, the fire materials together and then, like, invite him to, to sit with. Yeah. And so... Um, so, okay, because I, I, I don't want to get this uh, too ritualistic, but placing the, the, the kindling and fire in, an almost, in, a, in a neat pattern, uh, I summon up a little bit of flame with my hand and cast it into the fire to, to, to get the to get the fire properly burning. Um Tarsu, like sits down next to you, um and he takes the bowl and he sets it in front of him and he rummages through his like belongings and eventually he pulls out um what you recognize as one of the iron leaves from the tree that you saw uh when you talked to the wife of the uh goddess of tempest. <laughs> and he actually just like and again it's literally like an iron leaf. But he like sets it on top of the water so that it like 
floats. And he kind of sits down and like, so there's the bowl of water with the leaf in it, and then puts his mace down between the bowl of water and himself. Um, and he takes off his pendant that has the, the sigil of his deity and like holds it in front of him. Okay. Um, it's very clear he's done this like a thousand times. Um, like it's very just like deliberate, very ritualistic. Almost the same thing you're doing, just a different version. Yeah. Um, sitting next to him, what I'm going to do is just take the, the the pendant of the the Queen of Embers and just place it like in hands. Try and try and meditate. Try and focus. Breathing calm. Trying desperately hard not to focus on how fucking cute guinea pigs are. I I attempt to to reach out to the Queen of Embers. I attempt to to, to make contact. Uh, I'm going to have you just do a wisdom like saving throw uh, with your charisma specifically, for those of you that are thing, because again, you're a warlock, so charisma is your spellcast modifier. So just go ahead and do a t20, and I'll add your charisma to it. Thank you, thank you. Actually, I think you know your charisma, so. Six. Um, Told you all we rolled too good. Yeah. Uh, I have to give this a couple of tries. Sorry, I forget. Do you actually know your charisma? I think you do. Uh... Yeah, you do. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, and you know that it's... So yeah, it's plus six, so total of twelve. Um, well, it's four, and you're proficient because you're warlock, so... Six. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, like, sitting there for a while. Um, nothing really happens. Charsu is, like, again, also trying to, like, meditate and, like, commune. Um, eventually, Hex, like, goes and sits down next to you. Aww. And, like, tries to kind of mimic what you two are doing, like, like crosses their legs and, like... I don't know how this works. Um, and have you roll again. Okay. Uh, I'll just add a, a few more logs to the fire cast a little bit more flame just to to get the the heat going and I'll try again come on Papa needs to talk to the queen 10 so that's 16 yeah so you're sitting there and you like you're sitting there for a while like 20 minutes or something and you like basically like give up and open your eyes and then you just like see the flames acting strange okay like you you put a fairly large amount of wood on this fire and so it should all be like going up but the flames actually like reduce down to this like single tiny flame in the middle of the fire everything else is still covered in embers and glowing and giving off heat but like the fire is just in the middle of the pile of wood interestingly I'm going to try and focus on that one point can you give me one more roll? Come on. Seven. So, 13. Yeah. Um, you, you keep focusing on it. And out of the corner of your eye, you see that the iron leaf that he put down in the bowl of water is slowly starting to rotate. Okay. Uh, and Hex has put Toothy down in front of them to mostly just, like, have it close to the fire so Toothy warms up. Um, and you 
swear you see Toothy's, like, exterior, like, shimmer with, like, an ember-like flame for a brief moment. Okay. And you notice that Hex is, like, eyes closed, like, really trying to focus. Um, it's a funny, comp like, juxtaposition between Charsu, who's, like, very serene and calm, and then Hex is just like... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm with Kisa, proud of you, little Hex. You, you try so hard. And then, like, you're, you're looking at all these things, and then you look back at the fire. And then you blink, and suddenly you're just in an eternal blackness. And you feel a presence behind you, and you turn around, and before you stands the Queen of Embers. Her wings folded behind her. Her hands clasped in front of her. In, Very calm. Without uh, a hint of like mockery or irony, um, uh, Emblem takes like a a, a a deep one knee bow. My queen, thank you for thank you for meeting with me. She gives a, a small chuckle and says, "This is the least I can do for my herald." I, what is it you want, child? I have a request, and I know it's selfish of me to, to put this before you, as I'm still working on my task, but the the rest of the Pantheon keep popping up left, right, and centre. Uh, we spoke with the goddess of war today, and I guess I both... I wanted some guidance, but I also wanted to, to ask a selfish favour. She just kind of cocks her head at you. In guidance, She's like waiting for the. In in guidance, the goddess of war speaks that we will soon be doing battle with the the underlords. Uh, it is the underlords, isn't it? Uh, the lower lords. The lower or lords. The is their technical name. And I do not know if this is within the scope of what you would like of me. I'm happy to lead the charge in your name. Probably won't do very well, as as Alves have proven. But I will. But I... I am not here to be a pawn in someone else's game. I work to serve you. He takes a step forward and says, yes, there is a war coming. I did not realize it at the time, but I set in motion events. And with each step, you see the ground under her just like start to almost, again, it's just this infinite black, but each step you see this like ripple of ember as she slowly steps for you. This is... He is right, there is war coming. And I did start it. And I fully intend to finish it. Well. If need be. I hope it goes without saying, you have you have my axe. Which is also the axe that you gave me, so technically your axe. He chuckles and says, Now it is yours. I gave it to you, and thus it belongs to you. Thank you. 
what you do with it, the choices you make, are up to you. For the choice is what defines us, am I right? He smiles and nods. Now, I have a selfish request, my queen. My my travelling companion, the one who is, well, not in here, gestures to the infinite blackness, but where I where my form is sitting. Um, my companion, the, the war turtle. Oh, why do I call them war turtles? They're turtles. Uh, my companion, Chao Su. Um, he is one who has dedicated his life to your kind. And he believes in all of you without having ever seen hair nor hide he while he does serve the goddess of knowledge he has been in proximity to everything that has been happening and I would like to introduce you to him again smiles this like almost motherly your child said something adorable smile and was, I believe it is about time that both of your companions meet me. <laughs> I would like that. I would like that. The unfurls all four of her wings, and the blackness gives way to you're in that chamber again, the chamber you first awoke in. And slowly to your left starts to fade in Sharsu into your right hex. Um, and they, they're completely still, like, frozen for a moment. And then as they're, they fully, like, materialize but are still frozen, she looks at him and goes, Are you sure about this? Do you think they're ready? I do. I really do. He nods, and then they both kind of spring to life, and Hex is the first one to open their eyes. They go, they're doing the, like, super concentrate thing, and, like, and then one eye opens, like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. hello. Uh, and at this, Sharsu slowly opens his eyes and then, like, just wide-eyed stares for a moment. <laughs> he gives a very gentle smile and slowly retracts her wings back behind her and says, Greetings. As you may have guessed, I am the Queen of Embers. Hex, Shasu, I'd like you to meet the person for whom I am the Herald of. Uh, Hex is just like very slowly jogging agape, just. <laughs> uh, Shasu is understandably shocked, but um, like bows his head in reverence. Oh, Moose, thank you for the reminder. Shasu, I hope you'll forgive me for, for bringing you here. I I wanted to introduce you. I know you've 
that you've worked to serve the deities without without ask of return or payment but I I don't know <laughs> you've been helping me so much I doubt I would have made it this far without you friend he kind of does the like half turns his head to you but it's still just like staring at her he's like <laughs> it's appreciated he then like quickly looks around um his surroundings and sees like the massive stone chairs and like the chamber that you're in and then looks back at her and asks if I may am I where I think I am and she just gives a very very calm smile and, and nods the... actually can you roll a perception check for me <laughs> Five. I am perceiving shit all again. <laughs> all right. Um. He looks back to her and says, "I. I never thought I would actually see this place." And just kind of sighed. You're gonna have to explain this to me later, okay? He, he I, without looking at you, just just tiny nod. <laughs> he says. There is a war coming. It is one that I unknowingly started, but I must see through to its end. Emberlyn, you are my herald, and you have done well spreading my name so far. Although I have not yet called on you or your true task, you will know it when it comes. Rasu, I appreciate your devotion to your deity. And if you would like, I could summon them and they could have a word with you. I'm I, not I, sure you're ready for that. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Because, friends, what I was about to do was turn to Shaosu and do, like, the big, like, say yes! He slowly turns to Hex and takes a step forward. And Hex is just like literally slack jawed, just like. Um, the little one. I envy you. Born with the blood of dragons already in your veins. That's potential. And then she looks back at Sharsu. Would you like me to summon the god you serve? Yeah. Dorches makes a good point. Maybe we shouldn't push him. Like. But. And yeah, Hex has dragon blood. Little kobold. Feckin' yo. It's gold. It's a cobalt. It's got a little bit of dragon in him. Uh, and AR, I boosted Baron, um, so hopefully that's better. Oh, sorry. I can also speak up. I'm talking quiet. Um, Sharsu, like, almost like shakily nods. 
Um, and she goes, So be it. And she looks back at you and says, You have your orders. And then, although you cannot see her eyes because they're shrouded behind her veil, you get this wave of, like, sadness wash over you as she looks at Charsu. Oh, no. She unfurls her wings and, like, steps back into darkness, and you're left alone in the chamber for a moment. Charcy is just looking around just in absolute awe. And he like reaches down and like touches the stone that he's sitting on to like see if it's real. Well, you will have to explain to me the significance of this place when we are done. Because whether I was made here or whether this is where I was first summoned, this is where my memories begin. Uh, and Hex, you're doing great, little buddy. You're allowed to talk to her. You're allowed to talk to her. Um, without you realizing it, you suddenly slowly become aware of like a presence in the room. And you, you look up and you notice one of the massive figures that's sitting in like the shadow on the massive stone um, chairs at the edge of the room there is occupied. It's directly in front of you. Um, they're in shadow at the moment, but you're just like, you don't even notice them appear. They're, you're just slowly seeping to your consciousness that they're there. You can, through the shadow, you can vaguely tell um, they're wearing like deep blue robes. Um, they have their arms resting on like the armrests, and in the one hand, there's a massive tome. You can vaguely tell her hair is, like, white and is currently, like, up in, like, a very elaborate, like, bun. Almost pale blue skin. And you get this weird sense, even though you cannot fully see her, she seems incredibly young, but at the same time, ancient. Being uncharacteristically quiet, uh, Emberlyn gives a very, very polite bow. Barsu, uh, upon noticing this person, again goes in even more wide-eyed somehow. And, and like, head-on-floor bows. The figure stands up, and again, they're like a hundred stories tall or something, and as they take steps towards you, they begin shrinking down to a more like reasonable height <laughs> until they are roughly where the Queen of Embers was standing. Um, she just has this air of calm and like she knows everything that is happening but will not tell you anything. Um, she is gorgeous in the way that a deity is and also terrifying because as you know she is literally the first god 
and she looks at Sharsu Hex. Not you. She says, You are a problem, aren't you? Is she, is she looking at me or looking at Shasta? <laughs> She's looking at you. Uh, yes. In my defense, I don't seek to be a problem. I seem to do it almost naturally. There. I was told you requested to speak to me. not normally all our requests, but seemed like a special occasion. Thank you. It was a selfish request that I made, but it was not myself uh, that I wanted to... Though it is lovely to meet you. I did. It's lovely to meet you. I... This... This... Oh, God, what would I describe him as? Not a gentleman. I would be... This individual here dedicated, has dedicated themselves to you their whole life, and I have been lucky enough to meet, well, now you, but also your kind, your, your brethren. And I felt that, I don't know, that it was somehow unfair that one such as this, who had dedicated their life to you, wouldn't get the opportunity like this. And so I made a selfish request of my queen that he be allowed to meet you. Because I think that is quite the opposite of selfish. You are doing to do well by your friend. She turns to him and says, Shasu Ironside, stand. He looks up again just awe and like actually stands <laughs> um, sorry the music just it kicked in I was like do not make this a fight encounter we will lose Shasu your past was modeled before you came to me problematic but you announced your old ways and you served me for a time. And then you turned. So henceforth, I dub thee Oathbreaker. And she snaps at her fingers and his shell cracks. No! You may be doing what you think is right, but you have not followed your oath to me. You are no longer mine. No! She turns and looks at you and says, I know this was not your intent, but this was happening eventually. No! I'll be gone. And snaps her fingers again and you're back in the hotel. Arsu just falls to his knees and is just white. 
list. Just like devastated, he doesn't even know how to comprehend what just happened. And you look, and yeah, his shell has this massive crackdown. Okay, Alice, fuck off. I was trying to do good. <laughs> Alice is like, well, that went well. Kesa, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I mean, we're devastated for them. Like, uh, what do we even say? We finally got him an audience with his deity and it was so much worse. just gonna gently lead him to the bed to sit down. Like, what can we even say? Um, and yeah, Moose, you're right. The queen was trying to spare him from that. Fuck. Aldous, <laughs> why are you like this? It's like, uh, so I hear in the market for a new patron. We know a bunch of gods. Um, yeah, Clank, guess that band-aid's been ripped off. And yeah, so like, has the crack in his shell hurt him? So Lucy was asking, has the crack in the shell hurt him? Or is it just like a, like a scar? Like It's more of like a scar. Like, you don't see like exposed flesh or anything, but there's a very clear like crack down his shell. Um, you go to like try and lead him to the bed and he just like, not like harshly, but just like pushes your hand away. And then just, just I'm, I'm going to go for a walk. And goes to leave. Okay. Yeah, uh, Moose, I he's in no condition to talk. Like now, but oh, I, I'm gonna look at Hex. How is Hex doing? Hex is in awe and is like very clearly concerned for Sharsu, but also having a little existential moment. <laughs> Just met a couple, couple gods. Um, and Hex actually like looks down at like their hands and is like, like back up at you, and then back down at their hands, and then like over to Sharsu who's like leaving, and then just back down at their hands and stares at their hands for a moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Shelsu go get some air. I'm not gonna pressure him. And to to Hex, I'm just gonna be like, well, that is not what I wanted to happen, but you did great. And apparently my queen thinks very highly of you. Which it makes me very happy. Um, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to reassure Hex, but clearly I'm just like like, I'm devastated of what I've just unleashed on Chelsea. Like, if I just had, if we just left it alone, we could have just gone and got the fucking wolf people or the dog boys or bloody dogs of war. Oh, but I wanted to do something nice. 
Oh, fuck off, also, Moose! I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with, with Luce over here. God damn it, Moose. A existential crisis. Fuck Lee. you, Moose. Uh, Ray's like, nope, sorry, they're dog boys now. <laughs> Let's go see the dog lads. Uh, after a moment of staring at their hands, Hex looks up and goes, I understand now why you drink so much. <laughs> it stands up and goes and rings the bell. <laughs> And a little guinea pig shows up, and X is like, Two very strong drink. Very strong drink. And shuffles in their pouch and, like, puts a little silver in, in their, their, like, service just, cup thing. I love the idea of, like, Emberlyn having this internal emotional crisis because they tried to do something good with a little power. I say little power. Like, they have access to the gods like no one else and they tried to use that power to do good and they just broke a person physically and emotionally and hex is going through the existential crisis of having met two gods in the space of an evening but we're drinking in the guinea pig bar so it's like this cat cab of adorable spectral guinea pigs going by as both of them are in this like this somber state of reflection as tiny weep 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 guinea pigs keep bringing them drinks Oh, I, so, I need that to be the thing. He, Hex does this and goes, wait, hold on. And then looks back and he goes, did you want a drink too? Yes. Okay, four drinks. <laughs> and, and puts an extra silver in for you and the guinea pig leaves. And... So Wraith with Met God, now I drink the Hex story. So I, I don't think we're going to do anything else tonight other than drink and feel really, really fucking bad for what we just happened, for what just happened. Like, you know, we'll obviously, we're, we're not going to leave without Shasu, but like, I, he, he needs time to process. Oh, I'm so, oh, I feel so fucking bad. Oh, and yeah, the queen even tried to warn us. Your drinks show up. Uh, Hex just like grabs the two and just like downs the one <laughs> and puts it back on the thing and then like starts sipping the other one and like sits down in front of the fire. I'm gonna I'm gonna copy. Oh. So you you take your two drinks, um, and Hex is just like sat back down in front of the fire and is just like. After just chugging the one drink, is now just sipping the other one. Um. <laughs> Coldwind Cap, you can't become an atheist when you hang out with gods. <laughs> I deny that you exist. Well, I'm right fucking here and I'm talking to you, so... Ark's like, was the oath, I promise not to talk to you. Uh, Hex shall be the Pope of the Church of Embers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hex is having a having a moment. Sharshu is off doing, having a different, very different moment. Yep. Um, what do you do? Uh, friends, I don't think there's anything else to be doing other than, yeah, drinking and feeling guilty. Uh, copying Hex's example, I'm just going to chug the first tankard down. 
Um, God. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna sit with Hex. I'm not gonna say anything. Not gonna explain. Just, just keep him company. I think that's what I'm oh. gonna do. <laughs> you sit there in silence for a moment, just like both occasionally sipping your drinks. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm getting heckled by chat. <laughs> yeah. Just a normal Will weekend. Wow. I mean, you're not wrong, but wow. And then Hex, after a very long silence, goes... I've never been told I had potential before. Aww. Well, I saw it in you from the first day we met Hex. And they turn to look at you and goes, I am called Hex because I've only brought my luck. And, oh god, just told me I have potential. Yeah. And also the blood of dragons. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Well. It means everybody who told you that you were bad luck, they were wrong. You get to think about that. <laughs> Moose, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you probably just like finish your drinks uh, and then eventually like... Actually, there was something that the, the crew mentioned that I want to throw in and I was like... Oh, go for it. I've always known you as Hex for as long as, and to me that's never meant bad or wrong or cursed or jinxed or what have you. It's just Hex as Hex. But you could choose a new name for yourself. <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bit. You could choose a, a name that you want, you tiny little dragon. You aren't, you aren't a, creaser, a creature of misfortune, and you aren't a a curse upon us. My god. See something great in you. And that that ain't nothing. Just think about it. I think Hex just kind of stares into the fire and like has a deep think. Yeah. I'm not gonna push him any further because as fuck you, Moose. He was having literally a hexistential crisis. <laughs> uh, oh, Dorchus, no! Sorry, Dorchus with Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, Errand Boy of the Gods, and Destroyer of Friends' Lives. No, I didn't mean to! So yeah, I don't plan on doing anything else other than keeping Hex company for the evening. That's it. Like... I think eventually Hex finishes their drinks and then, like, just crawls into bed and, like, passes out. Yeah, I will attempt to do the same. Um, yeah, you, you eventually... It takes you a while, because... Um, but eventually you do manage to fall asleep, um... That's the guilt talking. 
Uh, next morning, you awaken. Uh, Sharsu's not back. Fuck. Um. Art of the Conqueror with My God's better than your God. And my, my God, God has, has better, better spells. spells. And my God doesn't like hanging out with your God because your God smells. <laughs> uh, okay, we we should try and find Shaosu if we can before we set off to find the the dogs of war. So yeah. we'll we'll head down. We can't, friends. We can't stay in the guinea pig hotel. We we can't bring misery into a place of joy. Dolchus was saying earlier that you've managed to turn the guinea pig hotel into a place of happiness into a place of sadness, and that's a mark of a very good DM. Um, but this place is too pure. <laughs> we must leave. So we, we head down to the big spectral guinea pig to, to pay uh, pay our bill. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like five silver for the night. Um, you turning your key to the spectral guinea pig at the front desk. With, we have left a stain upon the house of guinea pig. We have. I just wanted to do something nice. All right. So, right. Having, having paid to tab, uh, standing outside, um, uh, the week's end. I just uh, the week's repose. The week's repose. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, the week's repose. Like, okay, hex. You know this area much better than me. We gotta find Charsu before we move on. Can you? Uh, so I'm gonna stop you there. Oh, you step out the door, and Charsu is sitting on like not on the stoop, but like leaned up against the building. Um, and there is an empty bottle next to him. Hey, buddy. Uh, and he's just like staring into the middle distance. Do you want to come with us to find some wolf boys? He kind of shrugs and is like, I guess. I don't know what else I should do at this point. Yeah, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna take a, uh, a sorry's... Okay, to a sorry suggestion. And just... In a weirdly uncharacteristic moment for Emberlin, just the sheer, like, the guilt and the sadness, Emberlin just kind of just runs over and gives him a big old hug, and he's just, Emberlin's damn near distraught. Just, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, he, he kind of, like, half-heartedly hugs you back. Um, because I know that's not what you meant to do, but... This is my own doing. I brought this upon myself. Let's go find some dogs of war and like stands up. Okay. But I reserve the right to call them wolf boys. He gives a very half hearted chuckle and then it's like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some street meat. Let's get some street meat on the way. It was like, oh, 
Does a car over there it's doing real good? It sounds like a Shit. good idea. Yeah. Street meat, um, street meat, street meat. I like the idea that after that emotional, all the voices in Emberlin's head are like, okay, cool, but we need breakfast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you go and Hex leads you to a uh, a cart that is serving meat of questionable origin. Um, but it smells fantastic. Like, they don't... It doesn't even say what it is on, like, the sign of, like, prices and stuff. It just says, like... Meat wrap? Meat wrap, meat on stick. Meat in... Yeah. Meat in bread. Meat on rice. <laughs> like, they don't tell you what it is. Just which side would you like with your meat? How would you like your meat delivered? <laughs> uh, oh, one meat on a stick for me, please. Um, uh, meat wrap. And Charcy orders, like, meat on rice. And, like, yeah, it's really tasty, but also you can't tell what it is. Okay. So, food acquired. Uh, I have a little... Even though the noise isn't coming from the pendant, I keep listening to it like you would a shell. I keep yeah. being like, all right, let's have a listen. And we begin to follow the the path. All right. Uh, can I use you to roll an investigation check with advantage? Shit, yeah, let's you can. You so, that's two... Oh, wait. I can do it off the character sheet, can't I? Uh, do you know your investigation? I don't. <laughs> Never mind. All right, so roll 2d20. Boof. Oh, wow, a 19 and a 16. Where the fuck was this? When I need to see things. Yeah. So you, let's see what your actual investigation is. I mean, 19's high enough, but I'm just curious. Um... Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, you you like <laughs> you, you hold it up and you start to hear the whispers. Um, and you also like almost see this every time you try and focus on it, it disappears. But you swear you keep seeing like wisp of smoke in a direction. Okay. Um, and you you start following it and you start making your way through through the chambers again. It's hectic as hell in here. Like everyone's on a mission. They're they've got places to be. They've got a job. They're going to do the job. Oh, uh, and so you're having to like weed your way through all of the crowds, and yeah, and so yeah, you like you start making your way through the crowds and s through the the island. Um, you eventually make your way, like you're walking for quite a while. Um, and you were initially at like the back of if again this is a giant fossilized skull that yeah. is an island. Uh, you were at kind of like the back of the skull. You start making your way towards like the nose. Um, and eventually it leads you like down like some alleys and you start getting into like you start seeing less and less people and um you start seeing some more like recreational seems like the wrong term but like recovery part of the district okay um, like this is where like hot baths are and like like these people work hard but they need to also maintain their bodies so there's like this part of the town is where you go to like recover and like rest a little bit and work hard play hard <laughs> <laughs> Not even necessarily play hard, just like you occasionally after you know, digging a trench for four hours, you need to like soak in a bath for a bit. Um Understandable. Yeah. And so you start like making your way down these aisles and you start seeing like less and less people and um Yeah, like Hexes For a while Hexes has this look of like, oh yes, yeah, like this place and like that place and, and like there you're like, oh like Hexes isn't actually very familiar with this area at all. 
Um, Charcy was just kind of following out of rote at this point. Um, and you start... You get to the point where you like you you stop seeing people, and eventually, um, the sound and like the again the smoke that you can't quite focus on seems to go into a door that's unmarked. It doesn't even seem like it's necessarily a building. It's this door that's carved into the side of like a hill. Okay. It's just someone dug a tunnel, slapped a door on it, and like there's no doesn't seem like it's a house or like a residency it's not a business it's just a door um so back on standard emberlin shenanigans i want to put the amulet to my ear and pretend like it's talking and be like okay okay you think it's in there the amulet thinks it's in there what's that amulet you think we should try knocking on the door to see if anyone's in there and maybe the the wolfy boys will say hello the amulet thinks we should knock on the door. Okay, yeah. No, I'll ask him. Yeah, I'll ask him. Okay. The amulet says hello. Right. Looking around the edge of this big door, I take one hand and just give it like a bam, bam, bam. And wait. Okay. Uh, can you roll a perception check for me as you look around the edge of the door? Nah. Uh, it would have been eight. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally rolled with advantage. You're fine. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you like look around the edge of the door. Again, it's this weird, like, just like the door is recessed like six inches or so into the the wall of this, like, corridor that you're down, and then, like, no discernible markings. It's just a wood door in decent condition. Like, it seems old, but it's not, like, in disrepair. Um,. You sit there for a moment and wait. And then after a moment, like, the door opens a little bit. And uh, a head pops out from behind it, and it's, uh... Let's grab a random NPC here. Um... <laughs> I can't wait to disappoint them as well! Yeah, knocks on the door. It explodes. The island sinks the end. <laughs> That would be my bloody luck. Let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, in Draconic, it's got I prepared explosive runes this morning carved in the side. Um. Oh, here we go. What do you... Start commenting before I forget who this is. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a dragonborn, um, pretty tall, like six, eight. Yep. Um, from what you can see of them, green scales, uh, several scarves, like wrapped around their neck, um, and kind of like pulled up over their mouth a bit. Um, they go, yes. Does this mean anything to you? And I just show him the amulet. They shut the door for a second, and you hear some, like, whispers behind the door. And then they open the door, and they look. They look, like, left, they look right, and they're like, okay, go. All right. I, I, and then, then they, they hold it, like, stop. Are, are they with you? 
Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, like, steps aside and opens the door and lets you in. Um, you enter, and there's a long corridor. Again, it's very roughly hewn through the... through, like, this cliff thing. Um, and eventually it opens up into, like, a, a big common area. There's a couple of random, like... Uh, corridors around the outside, but there's like tables, uh, people sitting around talking, and more or less just like they don't, any of them seem to be doing anything. They're just like sitting around talking, and a couple of them are drinking. There's like one dude in the corner eating. Um, can I get you to roll another perception check? No, I can't wait to biff this one up. Oh, 19! Fuck it! <laughs> For some um, reason, now I'm paying loads of attention. You. You get this whiff of, like, somewhere, somewhere in here. Like, the whole island kind of has this kind of sulfury smell. But somewhere in here you smell, like, hot iron, and you hear the very faint, like, clanging of somebody, like, working a forge. Okay. Um, and the person did not follow you in. They're just, like, they, they let you in and then let you go on your way. They... Uh, like, as you step in, eventually they come into the room and, like, go and join on the table. But, like, no instructions. Not like, ah, yes, no, you were here for the thing. They're just like, yep, cool. Hmm. Kind of looking around. No one seems to be paying us any mind. There's a couple of people eyeing you, but nobody's, like, addressing you. Like, ah, yes, you're the person with the pen. Like, no, like, they just let you in. Hmm. Looking at Chaosu and Hex, like, well, I guess we've got to find whoever's in charge here. Um, uh, so there's four or five other hallways. Um, and yeah, there's, I don't know, maybe maybe a dozen tables and there's, you know, 20 or so people in here. Could I have could I have worked out which direction the banging was coming from? Uh, yeah, it's the... So, like, going clockwise, it's, like, the second hallway. Okay, uh, with the strange assurity of someone who looks like they've been there before, despite the fact that we haven't, I walk in that direction. With the with the manner of someone holding a clipboard, if you know what I mean. Yeah, just, I am supposed to be here. As someone who's done that and actually gone in someone or they were, they're not supposed to be. Works really well. It's amazing um, what you can do with a clipboard. It, it's so weird. Like, give me a pole and a clipboard and you get into most places. <laughs> Um, so you start making your way down there. Charsu and Hex are just following along. Hex is kind of... Charsu's just kind of... listless. He had a day um, yesterday. Yeah. So you make your way down this uh, this hallway, and it starts spiraling down. There's a couple of branching hallways that go off it, but you're following the, the sound of, like, the forge, I assume. Um... And you notice as you're going through here, both everyone in the upper area and a couple people that you pass in the hall. Yeah. Um, they're almost entirely like the more beefy races. Like it's like half orcs and like particularly tall and like muscular um, tabaxi and like some goliaths. And like it's all like real big beefy races for the most part. Okay. Like, there's a couple like humans and like. The odd elf, um, a couple of tieflings, but like, like everyone here seems like 
real ripped. And like, you do not want to start a fight in here. Um, eventually you come to kind of the end of this long, like, downward spiral. Like, you're a couple hundred feet underground at this point. Okay. Yeah, chunk um, squad. And you, like, the further down you get, it starts getting warmer and warmer, and you start, like, sweating a bit, and uh, you just get the, the smell of hot iron and, like, coals, and eventually you round the corner and enter into this, a fairly large chamber, and there's several forges going. And there's numerous people working on forges. Um, there's one person, like, shouting orders. And ironically, it's a gnome. <laughs> it's always a gnome. There's, like, all these, like, you can see a couple full-blown orcs in here, like, hammering away at weapons and, like, armor and stuff. And there's a gnome, like, shouting orders. And you ever seen, like, a pack of dogs, like, huge dogs, and there's, like, the chihuahua that's in charge? Yeah. It's that. It's that. It's literally just like this tiny little person that like they say a thing and everyone's like, yes, okay, yep, yep, doing the thing. And like they go and do it instantly because the gnome said so and they genuinely fear this gnome. Okay. First question, is the gnome ripped as well? Um, they seem like they're in pretty decent shape. It's a little hard to tell, but Beef um... gnome. <laughs> it's a, a little beef roll. Yeah. Um, uh, Wraith being like, you don't want to start a fight in here. And I took that personally. Uh, we're not starting a fight in here. Uh, so, walking over to the gnome with uh, an assurity, but not the not the full smugness. I'll uh, uh, wait for them to finish barking orders at uh, the others. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce this name. Compliment Cap, you need to make names that are pronounceable. His name is now Jeff. He is Jeff the Gnome. <laughs> no, it's, uh... So, sorry. My apologies. Uh, this is a Femme Gnome. Um, Still could be I honestly, I, I was reading the line above. Um, so, yeah, Femme Gnome, like, three foot three... Um, young, bright red hair, braided in the ponytail, dark brown clothing. Um, she's got several pouches on her, like, belt. Uh, just barking orders at various people, and eventually, like, seems to settle into, like, okay, like, everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, can you do one more perception check for me? Absolutely. Well, watch me biff this one. Not ten? It's pretty shiny. Um, <laughs> perception plus that. Okay, um, you actually notice most of these uh, forges, they're not making weapons. Almost all of them are making armor. Okay. Um, like, you see them, like, forging out, like, big, like, plates and, like, a lot of chain mail, a lot of scale mail, like, various large pieces of armor. Um, um, so, having, having waited for them to finish finish with their orders... Like, yeah, ah. they, they like they've dipped in their one of the pouches and they pull out like a little like piece of like candy ginger and like eat it. Ah, you look like a person in charge. Um, um she turns and looks at you. She's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Uh, Emberlyn Burns, uh, a herald of the Queen of Embers, and apparently uh, errand, errand boy of the gods. 
just kind of raises an eyebrow at you. Again, who the fuck are you, and why are you in my forge? Um, well, everyone upstairs seemed to be completely listless, and the reason why I'm here, I show her the amulet. I'm, I'm, more, I'm merely a messenger. I was trying to find whoever's in charge here. He looks at the amulet, like, and I... You didn't think it was possible. Somehow her eyebrow goes even higher. <laughs> All right, speak a piece. Uh, got a message from uh, the... Uh, oh, what was her full title? She's, is she the goddess... The goddess of war, right? Um, uh, Sil- she is Silic, the Herald of Pain. Silic. Um, I come with a message from Silic, and I figured I'll have to say this multiple times. No, so you say that, and everyone stops. Like the forge goes silent, and everyone looks at you. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's a, a good news for people in your profession. But perhaps we should call everybody together to, to talk this through so I don't have to tell everyone eight times. Probably going to have to kind of, anyway. I kind of like race lines. Like, oh, now I've got your attention. <laughs> now you're listening. He goes... Right. And she just like snaps her fingers and doesn't even look, just points at someone and goes... Send the horn. Hall. Now. And the person, like, runs off. Um, and yeah, you hear, after a moment, because she's just staring at you, like, sizing you up. Uh, after a moment, you hear this deep, like, somehow even lower than a tuba, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that just resonates through all of these caverns, and everyone just starts, like, making their way up to the back to the main hall. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll follow with. Also, Wraith, I was really tempted to say that, but I'm trying not to be a massive slam jode because we don't have beef with them. Just sometimes it's nice to flex a little. Um, so they all start making their way. Um, so she sends her hand um, and introduces herself as uh, Deladine Morselnaw. Lovely to meet you, Deladine. Uh, as I said, I'm, I'm Emberlin. <sighs> and yes, I <laughs> apparently am troublemaker and errand of the gods these days. Said with such a, a flat tone of phrase, in the same way that one might describe themselves as a as a book salesman. You know, I'm just the errand of the gods, apparently. So, like, everyone from the forge, except for you and her and Hexen, Charsu, uh, have left. Um, and she, like, pulls down her shirt just a little bit. And you can see she actually has a, like, it almost looks like a birthmark that is the same symbol that is in the, the pendant. Ah, that must be her mark. I, yes. It is a mark. Let's go join the others, and we'll see what you have to say. Um, so you make your way back up the to like kind of the, the first hall you were in. Um, she barks a couple orders on the way up, 
um, and like when she's in the hall, and a couple people, one of them is like, check outside, make sure nobody's like eavesdropping, and somebody goes out and like checks when he comes back and gives her like the thumbs up. Also, friends, what was it specifically she told us to say? I mean, like word for word, because I, I know she said to prepare, and that you know, uh, the war with the lower lords is is to begin soon. But I forget what her exact wording was because I'm a terrible host. Just while you're setting the scene, Baron, I was just like, I'm trying to remember. So yeah, everyone like, uh, most people are at tables, but there's a couple people like, there's enough people in this place. There's actually a lot more than you realized. Uh, they're like lining the outside of the hall, just standing and like leaning against the wall, like arms crossed, waiting. Um. Okay. So, finding a, I guess one of the the tables to do us as a as a makeshift stage. I'm gonna hop on up there. Uh, actually, so before you do that, she actually oh, okay. jumps up on one of the tables and is like, <sighs> "Stop my idea." Well, I mean, she's short, so she needs to, so people can see her. Um, just right. We have someone who claims to have a message for us. If you, I believe it was Emberlyn Burns? And just like gestures at you. Yeah. Hello. Uh, afternoon, everyone. Sorry for the uh, the interruption, but I have a feeling you're going to want to hear this. Uh, my name is Emberlyn Burns. I'm the Herald of the Queen of Embers. And if you've been looking up at the sky, you'll probably know who that is. I have been, I don't want to say lucky, but I have... A message which is going to sound a little preposterous, but I believe you will understand. Uh, <laughs> Wraith looks at the palm of, sm of smudged hand notes. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Dorchus, Dorchus, help me out here. Dorchus. Uh, <laughs> where's the where's the community notes? Ah. I'm not gonna help you here. Fuck. Why are you like this? Dorchus is working on it. Um. Okay, no. Let's let's take it. I don't. I don't want to be a a, a a slam show. So, okay. I'm Emberlyn Burns, of Queen of Embers. If you've looked up, same thing. Um, I have been asked to deliver to you a message. If you're wondering how I managed to find you, it is the very thing that got me in here. I show them the uh, the amulet. Uh, this was given to me personally by Selic. Is it Selic? I'm, sh I'm so bad. I was given this so that I might find you and may deliver this message. Don't just help me out here. I can only stall for so much. <laughs> it's like when you have a run-on conversation while you're making time to try and remember the thing you're meant to say. Yep. Okay, okay. I'm just going to wing it. I was given this by, I believe, your deity, by Silic. Uh, oh, God darn it, compliment yeah, cap. <laughs> I mean, I understand it's no worry. Um, the what was it? The prophet of pain? No. Herald of pain. Herald of pain. Right, the, the herald of pain. There is a war coming. The war that I believe has been spoken of before. Herald of Pain, God of War. Okay, thank you, Wraith. 
the battle with the lower lords will begin soon. And I was tasked merely to come here and tell you all to prepare. There's a ripple of like murmuring and a sudden it like started out as like, oh, like, you know, something's coming on. There's like an announcement, whatever. And then like you say that and this like somber energy just emanates from everyone. It's like, oh, fuck. Now, I don't know uh, much. I, I don't know much more than this. I was merely tasked to deliver this message to you. Um, I'm happy to answer as many questions as I can. Um, hi. <laughs> I'm dying on stage here. Fuck. I I think, still kind of tipsy, Shorsu just. Starts golf clapping me. <laughs> Hamstonator. HR representative of the god, Emberlyn Burns, how are you? Um. And yeah, then like. <laughs> everyone kind of gives Shorzu a dirty look. <laughs> and he just goes back to like. Um. And then, uh. Yeah, the, the gnome, like, looks at him and goes, I think, like most of us, didn't think this would be in my time, but here we are. Wrap up production. Uh, she points at someone and goes, get the priest. It's time. Let's go. And then everyone just, like, scatters. Just, like, everyone clearly has their marching orders and just, like, goes to their jobs. Uh, and she looks at you and goes, I would be curious to hear how you came by that and how you were told to deliver that message. If you've got time, I'm happy to tell you. Actually, and I, I take the, the, the amulet I've been flashing around and I, I offer it to her. I was... I was given this to show, essentially, that I'm not just some random idiot screaming about the heavens. But this is from... I I mean, I don't know. Do you serve her as a deity? Is she your your ward, your keeper, your, your charge? I don't know. But either way, this was given to me by her, and I feel you should have it. So I, I offer it over. But be warned, it's very cold. Yeah, so she, like reaches towards it and like does that kind of hesitant like doesn't quite want to isn't sure what to think it's like if you were finally at the end of your long quest that you've been going for for your entire life like somebody just hands it to you you're just like and she she finally takes it from you and you see like all the blood vessels in her arm just like pulse and like it almost feels like it like gives her power and unlike you were and every time you hold it it's like oh, this is cold ow 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 she yeah. just like grabs onto it and like clutches it and she closes her eyes for a minute 
and takes a very deep breath and goes, about fucking time. <laughs> and like looks at it for a minute and like turns it over in her hand. And then like just keeps like closing her fist around it, like making sure it's real. I'm just like, Come with me, and hops down off the table and leads you down one of the other hallways. Yeah, she she leads you down a hallway for a while, um, into what seems like a bunch of like. I mean, you see a couple doors open. It's like quarters. It's like there's rooms with like bunks and whatever. Uh, and eventually, she leads you into like a room that is a little nicer than the rest of the ones you've seen. Um, it's like a fireplace going. Um, in the corner, there's like. They've mined out, they've tapped into, like, one of the hot springs, so there's a little hot spring over there. Ooh, very nice. Um, and, like, a, a, I mean, for a gnome, it's, like, a king-sized bed, but it's, you know, gnome-sized. Um, King gnome, if you and, will. Yeah. And she's got, like, a, a little desk, and, like, there's just tons of books that are all open, and scrolls, and, like, Various bits of armor, like, scattered around. Um, okay. It seems like she's been, like, developing, like, various armors for things. Uh, can I get you to do a, another perception check for me? Yes, you can. Fifteen. What is up with oh. these rolls? Where would these really get the shit kicked out of me by Albez? Uh, so, as you're noticing all of these things, like, this is really bizarre armor. It's not normal armor. Okay. It seems like it's very specifically being, like, engineered for, like, high range of motion and for things much larger than anyone you've seen. And, like, on a rack or on, like, a table in the corner, there's, like, a set of armor that looks kind of her size, but, like, two or three sizes too big. Okay. Um, she goes around to the other side of her desk and like sits down and like gestures at you to take a seat. Um, there's only two chairs. Um, uh, Shorasu just like stands at the door basically. Uh, but Hex very happily like jumps in and like sits down. <laughs> like, oh, this is nice. Oh, and she. Yeah. Sorry, people have theories and I. I'm curious to see where this is going. Um. Um, so yeah, she yeah, gestures she... for us to sit down. So obviously, you know, we we've done the hard part now. So I'm happy to just sit and at it. He kind of like sizes you up for a minute. And goes, you have no idea what's going on, do you? Not a clue. I mean, I understand of the uh, the threat of the. The Underlords. And I've I've spoken with a few deities now, so I know that the Races I know that, are eyebrow uh, I know the stakes are no joke, but yeah, I I haven't the foggiest. If I'm being perfectly honest. Sorry. Done the hard part. We say knowing that a war is coming. Ah details, details. Um, 
she at this point she's almost just seems amused <laughs> he okay. takes a couple deep breaths because hmm. well you're not one of us that's for damn sure oh yes the lower lord sorry Georges thank you Because um, we are locally termed the dogs of war, but we are forced due to certain stigmas about us, forced to hide who we are. We are various forms of infected with lycanthropy. Werewolf, werebear. Take it where there's one of us in all of this. And the time comes, we are to fight the demons that will spill force because of the Great War. That's say. Well, actually, a friend of mine is a, a were blink dog, if you can believe that. Got a couple of those. I'm sorry, before we get down to brass tacks, I have to ask, what's the strangest amongst you of the wares? Can you roll a persuasion check for me? <laughs> <laughs> is it just a d20? Yeah. Come on, please. I don't ask much of you dice gods, but this is fun. No, it's a fucking three! He goes... I think there's more pressing things at hand. No, you're right, you're right. Sorry. It's were-lobster, isn't it? Sorry, sorry. Okay. So, as I said, I am the the Herald of the Queen of Embers. I basic, I either came into being or sort of woke up about two weeks ago. Initially charged with trundling around the aisles, informing people of my Queen's coming, etc, etc. But... It seems that the deities have taken a, a special liking to me, uh, Emberlin says, with more than a hint of sarcasm. And we've been able to, to commune with a few of them. It's not always been good. And so, and or, so let's have the, the saltiest laugh. I'm still sorry. I'm still sorry. But... It seems to be that... Courses with, we're cold. They get smaller. <laughs> uh, everyone's just chanting, we're crab, we're crab, we're crab. <laughs> uh, the house rule used to be um, you can uh, that wares have to be predator creatures. So you can't, sadly, you can't be a were guinea pig. Um, but uh, you probably couldn't be a were capybara. But you could be a were otter. Or... That could be predators. Yeah. And I don't know if you could be a were-mimic. <laughs> that would be awkward. On a full moon, you just turn into a chest. <laughs> Beck. This is... Okay, okay. What is this new feature? If one person starts a chant, everyone should just click a button to join in. So now everyone just... Were guinea pig! Were guinea pig! 
Uh, it's a feature I was not aware of. Um. <laughs> and Moose is like, if I have these powers, I'm going to abuse them for shenanigans. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Um. Wow, I completely lost my train of thought after way of guinea pig. Okay, okay. Um. So, we've we've had dealings with the deities as they seem to consider me a very, very uh, easy-to-talk-to individual. I don't know if this is because of how I was made, or what happened to me, or if they just like messing with me, as some of them very do. But whilst we were visiting the Red Isles on an unrelated uh, excursion, we're with the, the Golden K. Uh, wait, the Golden K is the... The Golden Key, sorry, is the... That is the organisation, isn't it? I'm not going... The Golden Wake. The Golden Wake. Sorry. We're with the Golden Wake. And after very successfully defeating two owlbears and not getting the absolute hot poo kicked out of us. Well, Salik Asilik? God, I keep getting these names wrong. I'm so Salik, sorry. Yeah. Um, a appeared before me. And she was a vision. A, a sword that looked almost unwieldy and a shield that could stop a gargantuan boat. She found me vaguely amusing in that way that I, I think people looking at small birds might. But what she informed me was that the, the conflict with the lower lords was to begin. And that my... Either the coming of my queen or the actions that brought her into being have basically sparked what will become the conflict with the lower lords. And I guess that's why I got tasked with coming to find you. Because I guess it's partially my fault? Anyway. That's... That's where I'm coming from. So aside from being a... And let me get this right. A secret order of military badass were-creatures... What, what else is going on down here, if you don't mind my asking? Like, in general? Or just, like... I mean, for the most part, we're hiding from the Azalpo, because they seem to hate us for no reason, even though we don't attack them, we don't attack other people if we can help it, and they just hate that we exist. I was, uh, I was a tiefling in uh, Thirandrith, so I can absolutely uh, sympathize. He kind of, like, nods and like, yeah. We exist and they hate us. Uh, we very specifically have trained to control <laughs> our affliction, but we can weaponize it. Thus the 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 style and cadence of your armor. Yes. We, uh... I don't know. We've been training. We try to keep to ourselves and hide in the shadows. We... We just try to exist. We're singing longs on Thursdays. So, is your... Is your order dedicated to a deity, or did she... Did she send me to just find a, I'm going to be perfectly honest, a group of awesome hidden warriors? 
Like, I'm trying to be professional here, but you do understand how awesome you are conceptually, right? I mean, I know personally that I'm awesome. Can't can't say the same about everybody else. Okay. Not all people afflicted with our disease have, and she, like, again, shows the, like, symbol. Some of us seem to be chosen. Not sure why, but we eventually find each other or see each other out and then this is not the only one of our bastions we have on us. We will send words to the others that the war is coming and they need to step up. Indeed. Your your god didn't provide any meeting point or any start date. I guess this is the this is the sounding of the horn. As well, uh, I am assuming since she gave you a medallion and not Mark, you are not one of us. Oh shit! We were nearly a whale lobster. Fuck! She didn't mean the markers in the mark of the deity. We would have <laughs> fucking werewolf powers. Shit! Or whale lobster. I can now lift 15 times my size. I have built-in armor and claws. Let's fucking go. Ah, oh, well. Ah, you win some, you lose some, friends. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, uh, but after she mentions the uh, the mark, Emberlyn uh, uh, goes, That's what she meant! To no one in particular. Well, if you are simply the messenger, I suppose your task is done. I so suppose so. I would ask that you keep our order secret, because again, secret order, but uh, I suppose you can be on your way. I can. I. Is there any way I could contact you again in case the the powers above decide to use me as a, as another errand? As another, as a, as another message, a messenger. God, sorry, I butchered that sentence. Is there a way I can contact you in case I have to pass on more messages? She is still holding like the medallion that you gave her, and she kind of looks at him and goes, <sighs> "Because this was given by the goddess herself, I very much want to keep it, but." I believe it was meant for you. She, like, sets it on her desk and, like, slides it over to you. I... And that would help you find... We'll call them the local chapter, wherever you happen to be. I really want her to have the medallion, though. I tell you what. I tell you what, and I slide the medallion back. We have a slight advantage, and we can operate far more publicly. We are... We're of the Golden Wake, and even though I can't seem to find the bloody local house for love nor money, it does make it easy to find us. So, if, if we have need of... In the event that we have another message... I'm trying to think of a... Friends, I'm trying to think of a clever way that we can use the Golden Wake. Like, maybe we can put up a certain... Uh, a certain poster for a certain job if we need to contact them. 
Oh yeah, Wraith, it turns out the local guild hall is literally across the street. Um, God, I'm just trying to think of something that no one else would ever ask for. So like, uh, <laughs> wear guinea pig as the coded message. Friends needed for crab, Wraith. Okay, it's either... Alright, either wear guinea pig or crab rave. You decide. Yeah, because Wraith, they can contact us real easy. Jaws and claws bar party. Ha! <laughs> I like Crab Rave. Where guinea pig? I, I I don't even want to joke about the idea of hunting a where guinea pig. A giant rabid guinea pig <laughs> rampaging through the land. Like a capybara the size of a hippo. Oh god. It would be so cuddly though. They have to constantly gnaw on things to keep their teeth down. Yep. Okay, yeah, so, I, I slide the amulet back. This is, because this is something precious from your, from your god, and I believe it, I believe it belongs here with her people. I know, and I kind of flash my own, um, my own amulet of my deity. I know these things are important. So I tell you what, if you need to contact us, merely leave a message for Emberlyn at the, the Golden Wake they're real good about getting messages around, so you'll be able to find us. And if we have another message for you... And Evelyn spot, uh, pauses and thinks for a second. I tell you what. Keep an eye on the Golden Wake. We'll put up a job advert for a crab rave. If you see that, that means we need to meet. He just raises one eyebrow very slowly. Just <laughs> Crab rave. Don't okay, judge me, it's the only I guess. <laughs> that way you can continue to move and and the amulet can stay where it belongs. Fair enough. I I appreciate it. And she like looks at the Ama for a moment before reaching out and taking it again, and then it's a very long pause before she takes it and like puts it on. And you see her kind of like shudder. As she puts it on. <laughs> Sorry, Crab Rave, please bring Rangoon. And Crab Rave, lots of glow sticks, no whistles. Why do I feel like glow sticks would be really easy to get in the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons universe? I don't know why. I mean, it's just it's just a tiny light cantrip in a death file. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, like light is a cantrip. Just you bring a stick, and there's somebody at the door being like, light. Light, 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 light. Oh god, wizard raves must be off the chain. Sorry, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Um, so yeah, uh, so standing, I I extend my hand just in a, in a just a legit polite manner. No, no snark. Um, and so yeah, sorry, extending my hand, so. so well, I'll assume that you lot have a lot to get done, uh, so we'll get out from underfoot. He extends her hand and, and shakes yours. 
and uh, just. I mean, Austin didn't think this would be in my lifetime, but I'm excited. Well, I can tell you what, your deity is certainly very, very excited that this is happening. Well, I will let you get about your other god business. I believe I have business of my own to conduct. Indeed. Right, Chasu, Hex. I suppose we should head. We should head back to the wake. Um, so you you get up and start to leave, and you. She stands and goes over and kind of looks into the. The the fire, and as you're leaving, you like turn and look back at her, and you just get this very brief vision, of. The god of war standing beside her and like putting her hand on her shoulder. Oh. Like, close the door, make your way out. Yeah, but, okay, Dorchus, <laughs> this time I'm gonna bloody find it. So, you exit the nondescript door. Um, what, you're gonna try and find the, uh, the, the Golden Wake in this particular area? I am, yes. Alright, please roll me an investigation check. Come on. Don't leave me. Don't leave me on the street. 16! Alright, you're finally... Like, you managed to catch somebody who's got the time of day to give you directions in the street. And yeah, they're like, oh yeah, no, it's over on like 4th Street or whatever. Um, And like, points you in the right direction. And like, once you're there, you it takes you a little bit, but you find it. So it takes you like 20, 30 minutes to find it. Um, and now, like you, you go on up. You like flash your medallion, and your your eyes are running. This is a. Uh, it's much smaller than the other two golden wakes that you've been in, um, but it's more just like everything here has to either be carved out or built up out of this incredibly rocky terrain. Yeah. Um, and it's much much warmer in here. Like, despite being at a higher. Um, point in the world so it tends to be a little bit colder like the Red Isles themselves tend to be very very warm because of all of the like natural steam geysers and stuff Okay. and and the Golden Wake is no exception so it's like you walk <laughs> in and A because of all the people in here and like there are like hot baths and shit it's just like it's warm and humid in here and almost like borderline difficult to breathe um, okay. but yeah it's like it's bustling and everyone's you know getting missions, rounding up parties to go on hunts. Um, there's a big bar. Uh, you are able to get Charsu and Hex in because they're like, they're with me. Um, and yeah, like, it's bustling. There's a couple of parties that are clearly like, have just come back from hunts and are like celebrating. And yeah, it's like music going. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty lively in here. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you get, and yeah, you like turning your old contract that you have completely yeah. like, I oh, completed this contract, so they have it like unfiled and like this contract is closed and nobody else needs to go to it. Uh, so, turning to uh, to Hex and Shaosu. So first to Hex. So, Hex. I'm, we're gonna, well, unless something else happens, we're gonna spend the day here, alright? So, Hex, if you've got anybody you want to go see or talk to, or anything that you want to do, or anyone you want to catch up with, now is the time to do it, alright? 
just make sure you get some some street meats for for toothy, all right? Max just kind of looks into the. No, no, I'm good. Okay. And then, Xiaosu, I'm like, Xiaosu, maybe, maybe some time in the the hot springs might not be a bad idea. He nods goes, You're not wrong. I feel like this might be the last time for a long time we get to stop and breathe. And I'm still so sorry, friend. You you definitely need some time to, to breathe. I'm gonna go get a bottle and figure out where the hot springs are. Okay. You got he, you... he makes his way. Okay towards the bar. Right! So I guess this is where I get to sit down and talk with you lot, because we're basically... Uh, so, like, so, Hex, I'm like, Hex, if you want to, if you want to go to the hot springs as well, you're more than welcome. I think Shaosu might want to be on his own, but you can go. Like, we got time. Like, kick up your little feedies, take a breather. Hex, thanks for moving us. I'm going to run an errand. Okay. I'll be back in a bit. Okay. You're like, they scamper off. Sorry, friends. I just had this mental image because everyone's screaming, Hot Springs episode! Yeah, this is the fan service episode where you get to see a mostly, um, a mostly naked Chaosu. Um, but I just had this mental image of, of Hex in the water up to his nose making bubbles. And then Toothy being like this axe, but with two little tendrils just kind of swimming along the water. And I don't know why. That is the funniest shit I have thought of. Because um, what I want to do, friends, is I actually want to sit down with you lot and just kind of like take stock of like where we are, what's happened, and like what we should be like planning or working towards just for a little bit. So just like, you know, 10, 20 minutes awesome. that we can... Sorry, go on. No, sorry. Lucifer's not right. Well, at least now you can tag it as a hot spring stream in Twitch. <laughs> I'll just put like a, a, a great big uh, like a, a paddling pool <laughs> in the middle be fine um, yeah and Moose I think I, you're right we should talk to, to Chaosu about this because he's just had his faith broken we don't know what the oath was that he broke um, so we should definitely try and help him through this because I mean the advantage is that if he's a person of faith, we could find him a new god. Like, he's in a very unique position. <laughs> like, the Queen of Embers would absolutely accept him, you know what I mean? Well, okay, we don't know that for sure, but I'd I'd put in a good word. Because I want to try and make it right. Um, but the, like, the other things I want to start thinking about is like, alright. So, we know... Okay, so what I, how I want you to imagine this, friends, is uh, if it's alright with you, Baron. So we're going to head over to the, the bar area, just find like a little stool. Uh, order like a, just a cup of tea or something to start with. And so we're basically thinking out loud while making notes in our little book. Because um, there's a few little points. Like, okay, I read it out at the beginning of the show. Because this is the, the actual physical tome that uh, Baron gave us when we started this campaign. It's feckin' cool. But there's one line in this which um, uh, the goddess of war mentioned as well, which is the choice is what defines us. So this whole like almost like oath of the fire at the beginning 
I thought was just something specifically from the Queen of Embers, but what if it... What if the whole... The choice is what defines us has a much far-reaching consequence. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, AR was saying, what about the God of Revenge? Do we do we know the full pantheon yet? Yeah, you've had people explain pantheon. If okay. you would like, I can read off the, um, the deities. Would you mind? Um, uh, so there's Orifel, the Menace of Shields, who you just met. She's yep. the goddess of knowledge. There's uh, Dyla, the Empress of Healing. She's the goddess of life, who you've not met. Um, uh, Khatib, Chariot of the Sun, God of Light. Uh, Amon, Warden of Trees, God of Nature. Alphos, Keeper of the Sea, you've met. Yeah, she is not okay in the noggin. Uh, Dalpha, Lady of Trickery, Goddess of Trickery. We've probably uh, met her and we don't know it. Hmm? She was probably there with the bloody owlbears. Uh, Silic, the Herald of Pain. Who is the goddess for? You again just met. Yeah. And Jaffa, the vanguard of woe. Um, you also at least know of a couple of the the Nazil, the lower lords, the like demon lords. Yeah, because we um, encountered their effects at the beginning. Yeah. Um, there's Morak, the lord of darkness. Turret, the lord of pain. Foradrin, the lord of treason. Are the, the main like three. Um, and you've gotten at least hints that... Morak is out of the picture to some extent, whether he's incapacitated or, like, dead. I don't think you've really necessarily gotten to... Okay. He's... Something's up with the Lower Lords, and those are the, the main three that you know of. Um, yeah. Getting, and then, obviously... Getting some more knowledge on what we're going to be going up against might not be a bad shout, friends. Um, uh, and then, obviously, you have the Queen of Emperors, so... Um, oh yeah, Kisa says, I think we've only heard the title. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Lower Lords are one of those, like, if you ask around, people know of them, but, like, unless you're serving them, you don't know a ton about them. You just kind of know, like, they're bad. They're, they're demons. Kind of bad. You get hints of their... It's mostly, like, songs and, like, bards sing of, like them causing things and that's where you hear like the yeah like the lord of trees and like and people use both the their actual name and their title kind of interchangeably okay and the last we met at the very beginning the very first episode who was partially turned to stone was hers because she made a deal with them or because they just wanted to fuck with someone i i'm i'm more he... casting my mind back she had tried to make a deal with one of the lower lords. Uh, she was very close-lipped about it. Uh, actually, you only ever talked to her sister, not her. Oh, yeah. Um, she tried to make some deal with one of the lower lords and, as a result, got cursed. Um, so, it's... You kind of got the sense it was one of those, like... Make a, a deal with a djinn and, like... It's never what you asked for. Monkey's paw kind of thing. Indeed. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think, like, what we should be be focusing on towards next. Like, we could just bang out a couple of missions with the, with the Golden Wake and continue to let the mischief and trouble of this world find us. But... I... Like... 
My gamer brain says, let's learn about the Lords. I don't know how we could go researching them without getting ourselves into serious shit. Because the last time anyone mentioned um, the Lords was in Ferandrith, which is now under very religious control. I mean, to Gemma, we might... I mean, it's a, it's a wizard sea, and wizards are all full of knowledge and shit, so we might be able to head there. Like, I don't think... I mean, maybe there's a grand library on the Red Isles, but that just, this doesn't strike me as the kind of as the kind of place with grand reading literature. To Gemma does, so that might be our next stop. Uh, to Gemma also does have like they're primarily arcane-based magic, like you know this because they're there. Uh, but there are also like they recognize that divine magic is still some kind of magic. Um, so like they, there are priests there, and there's like. They're acknowledged and, like, respected, but they're not, like, in control. Yeah. Um, and I feel like their practical approach to, like, magic and the divine is better for our style of research. Rather than being like, hey, priests who kill anybody that even looks like a demon, what can you tell me about demons? Why are you beating me to death with a stick? You know? Uh, so Moo said, for all we know, that place is under control of an order of Oathbreakers. Yeah, so was that what they were referred to as a group? Or was it just Chao Su that was called an Oathbreaker? Uh, and Wraith was asking, is there anything we can do for Chao Su right now? I don't think right now. I, I think we made the right call in just giving him some space. Before we actually have to sit down and be like, all right, buddy what happened can we make it better again we're in a unique position that comparable to the other the other people of this world with a bit of meditation and some focus we can fast dial the deities which is a power we should absolutely not abuse <laughs> even if i kind of wanna <laughs> beep 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 did you just prank call me no but also yes <laughs> did you just prank call the goddess of treachery or yeah. really, uh, <laughs> okay, like, anytime we have really terrible roles, I am going to start blaming her. Because, like, we went to a town and couldn't find the fucking guild house. I reckon that was her just turning us around in alleys and... Um... Oh, okay, so Compliment Cat thinks that Shasu's order considers him considers themselves to be fulfilling their oaths, but he left them. So that is why he's considered Oathbreaker, even though he did it for the right reasons. So that's interesting. <laughs> Keys is like, you be nice to the god of tricks. She toys with your rolls, she bloody does. And Moose makes a good point that the uh, the goddess of trickery would probably appreciate like a good prank call, you know? Yep, yeah, every time you spot something funny and roll a four, that's a Dalpha. Uh, so Wraith brings a very interesting point. Uh, now that we have more rare friends, can you think about what to do uh, with your friend from episode one who were uh, Hunt's werefolk? Actually, you've met two people who are part of that order. Yeah. And one of them also is now a rare person. Um, I don't know what we're going to do about them. Yeah, Harlem was the hunter dude. Um, hopefully... And actually, 
Mila was also a hunter, but she got afflicted before and didn't realize it before she got trapped on the island. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, the thing I was going to suggest was that um, we, when we get back to, to Gemma, we have a talk with uh, Glassjaw and work out like potentially how to to weaponize the guild if shit really goes down. Because like the guild comprises of a lot of very powerful people, like very powerful fighters. And if we could get the guild on side when shit goes down, I think that would be a big win. Even if some of those like were hunters end up fighting side by side again with were folk. You know, we're keeping separate battalions, it'll be fine. I mean, effect we don't even know what this battle would turn into. This is a mostly submerged world, so it's not gonna be like a big pitched fight and a you know, a, across the slopes of Mount Doom. What is what would a, an attack by the uh, the lower lords even look like? Maybe look into any knowledge about demons and how to fight them? Yeah. <laughs> There's the book that we need. An encyclopedia of demons and how to kick their ass. Encyclopedia of demonology. Uh, Moose says we should probably figure out if that order figures if they're serving gods. Oh, do you mean the, the were hunters? Yeah, because there might be some, some gods at odds, if you will. <laughs> Demonic invasion for dummies, right? Well, yeah, and Kisa, if it's just going to be like a huge more uh, opens to swallow the world, that's a different kind of fight. Oh, okay, so Colin Cat raises another really interesting point that there might be places in this world considered taboo that we haven't gone to where we might be able to get access to more. We know the poles are dragon homes with things kind of mostly melted, so I take it people just don't go up there. Hellish um, rebukes and how to handle them. Also, I had to scroll back up to find it, but uh, Dorcas brought up an interesting point about... Um, you got the like the the part in your tongue about uh, Tainalu, where like that was someone's next stop, and you're not entirely sure where that is. That's a really good point. That's one of the the things in Draconic, right? Yep. Which so. we don't. Okay. Actually, I think that was a thing that I read off to you. That is, I meant to write in your book and then never did. But yeah, you you had a note in there that like. Yes, uh, I have found have... one. We must oh, descend yeah. back once more to that hateful place. At dawn, we set out for Tanlu. Tanlu. Okay, so we've, that's a that's a place we can research at. Um, yeah, I I think we should do a little research into Tanlu before we head there because it might be like the castle of demon fuckery. Or it could be the island of candy and puppies and kittens, and we just spent. Okay, the rest but is it is it demons fucking with things, or is it the castle of demons fucking? It's demonic, so the answer is just a general yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keith just <laughs> fuckery. Right. So yeah, that's my that's my thought. Uh, that I don't know if you want to do this as kind of like. Um, Okay, we don't know what's going to happen. What I would suggest is that for, like, um, for Emberlyn, Hex, and Chaosu's day off, that they get to kind of 
have a... Whilst we're here, like, working through notes and stuff, they get to have their day. And then we can... We can chat with Chaosu on the boat over. <laughs> Alnus is saying this sounds like an Oglab skit. I mean... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Wraith, is we let the two of them just have a... have a day. Um, I can't think of anything else that we want to do on the Red Isles, but stop me if there's something I've forgotten. Because, like, we could take a mission, we could hunt a creature, but honestly, like... I, I feel like Fafamancy now is going to bite us on the ass later. Oh, we could have been aware, creature! What were we even been aware of? Such a dingus. No, in fairness, it would have given us that goddess mark and, you know, the Queen of Embers might have taken that one a little personally. As Wraith says, we were aware of nothing. Aware, Wally. No. Kisa, no. Kisa, no. Actually, knowing you lot, it probably would have been a bloody were shark. Okay. I mean, the islands, or the world's mostly water. Like, that would have been helpful. This is where we fly above the water, not upon it. Okay. So, yeah, so, Baron, that's what I'd like to suggest. That having having spent a, a good few hours in the bar just kind of, like, making notes and planning out our things... Um, Yeah, Moose, I think we will ask the Queen next time. And we should probably talk to her about her about her ex, which we didn't get a chance to talk about before. Mainly because I didn't see your message when you wrote it, Moose. And I should have. It's me being a terrible host. Yeah, so Baron, that's that's what I'm suggesting. That this is kind of the rest of this uh, in-game day is kind of uh Emberlin, Hex, and Chaosu's day off. Even though Chaosu's day is probably going to be spent in booze bath, working through bad fields. Versus just having a shower beer yeah. all day. God, that sounds fucking glorious. Yeah, I think you're you're sitting there and you're like, you finish your tea, and you probably like order a drink, and then like the bar starts to like somebody kind of drunkenly starts singing a song that everyone in the bar knows and suddenly the entire bar is just like singing along to the song and you just like kind of sit there and appreciate like the camaraderie and like looking around like all of these people are fucking badasses <laughs> but they're all just sharing in this like mode of singing this silly song about like a sailor who fell in love with a fish like <laughs> it was a very a... good looking fish it was just a stupid, silly song, and, like, everyone's got their own verse of it, and, like, people are, like, doing, the, like, the stomp clap to, like, keep the beat, and, like, there's the main chorus that everyone knows, and each person keeps, like, stepping up on a table and singing their verse that they probably wrote of it, or that their family wrote of it, and it's just one of those, like, everyone knows some version of this song, and you're appreciating this, and eventually, um, like, Hex shows back up um, after running the little errand that they did. Um, and oh, after um, a while, like, you... During this, um, before uh, before Hex shows up, 
Uh, I'd like to roll performance to see if we have any talent in singing and if we join in. All right, yeah, go for it. Roll, uh, I think performance. Yeah, performance is actually a song. 1d20. Five. Fuck. Uh, so you get up and you belt out something really off-key. Really off-key, but everyone's having, like... You're not the first, and you won't be the last person that <laughs> has zero singing talent, but everyone's still just like, yeah, oh, oh, that wasn't great, but all right, spirit was there. Okay. Next person, please, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, okay, we learned, shows... we learned that Emblin can't sing, but more importantly, that nobody cared that Emblin couldn't sing. Yeah. Uh, Hex eventually shows back up, um, seeming... <laughs> Sorry, it just Very... did it. Uh, Alness has named the tune, which is The Ballad of the Unnervingly Sexy Fish. <laughs> you almost got a spit take, Alness. You almost got a spit take out of Baron. Sexy fish do 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 Sexy fish do do We are grown-ups. Consummate professionals. Consummate um, professionals. <laughs> Hex eventually showed back up and seems very proud of themselves. Okay. Um, and like orders a drink and like, again, in keeping with Hex's thing, the largest piece of meat that they have and consumes all of it at a disturbing rate. I am so um, proud of that little one. J-Post just uh, got back to sexy fish. Um, eventually, you like you get a room, uh, like the room for the three of you. You you don't even know where Sharsu is, but you like ask the wait staff to like, yeah, there's a turtle iron shell cracking it. Like he's in a bath somewhere. Tell him our room number. Yeah. Um, eventually, you all turn in for night. Sharsu shows up very much later. Uh, very loudly because he is very drunk and stumbles into the room. And again, he's a turtle with an iron shell, so he makes a lot of noise. Um, and eventually collapses in the one of the beds. Thankfully, not on top of Hex. Oh god! Um, <laughs> and that was the ballad like, of Hex. And like you hear him fall into the bed, and the bed just like creak and crack a little bit under his weight. I love like, the idea probably that probably like 400 pounds. Yeah, I love the idea that all the beds in the guild house are like super fortified for exactly that reason. <laughs> yeah. Part of the like room service after people leave is like, all right, cool, like change the sheets, like, refresh the toilet paper, make sure the bed's not broken. Um, because of the heavy weight of some of the races that stay there, I don't know where you're all going in your minds. Also, yes. Um, sorry, yes, you were saying. Uh, so yeah, you you awaken the next morning. Sharsu is a little harder to rouse <laughs> as he has a bit of a hangover. Um, but eventually you all get up and uh, so yeah, you're, you go down, have a bit of breakfast. Sharsu has a, a moment of uh, moon might be haunted. Be haunted. Yeah, we're okay. We're okay. But please turn down the sound and the light. And why does everything hurt? I'll see what I can do. So yeah, you're all sitting around eating, eating breakfast, and Charles is probably having something to help ease the pain. 
Right. I, I clap my hands and then immediately kind of look at them and go, sorry for the loud noise in front of uh, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea goes, it's fine, just please stop. So, uh, aside from drinking yesterday, I have come up with a plan. Uh, Emberlyn kind of unfolds the notebook uh, uh, to one side next to breakfast. So, I want us to head back to uh, to Jim. Uh, Tejima. Tejima. Tejima, thank you. It's because I read it and then I get it wrong because I've read it. Uh, yep. I'd like us to head back to Tejima. I, I feel that we are woefully, woefully underinformed as to what is apparently something we're already embroiled in. So, like, I... I don't know diddly squat about the lower lords. I don't know how they do battle. I don't know what they might bring upon us. And if we end up smack dab in the middle of this fight, I, I'd, I'd like to be informed. Uh, Shursu finishes chugging the last of, like, the ale they've given him. Fun fact, I think I've talked to one once. That was fun. Terrifying. I, fun. I mean, do tell. This is... What happened? Oh, it was it was before I was part of uh, the order, and uh, yeah, like it's, without getting too into details, talked with the person that claimed they were one, and like they offered me some kind of deal. I refused because I'm sorry if you're a shadowy voice with red eyes that's offering me the world. He's, that's too good to be true. It's like, turn it down. Oh. Just turn it down. But hanging out with a loud person with red skin is a great life choice. I mean, I'm not going to base my reflection on somebody with... It's more that it was like fiery eyes in the dark that seemed a little more menacing than red twinks. <laughs> sir, sir. You were saying... I don't know. They, I mean, it was, it was the before times before I joined the order, and they offered me some enticing things, and I thankfully turned them down. Uh, shortly thereafter, I ended up becoming part of the other order, and and now I'm not. So that's that is interesting. Uh, when I first, well, not long after I first, we'll say, let's go with Awoken. Um, I encountered an individual that had attempted to make a deal with the Lower Lords, and I don't know the specifics, but they were suffering from a brutal form of slow petrification. Thankfully, we got it cured with some snake venom or something, but... You think? It, we, it's fine, it's fine. I'm sure she's fine. You you got them the venom, and you hope it worked. You didn't actually know. <laughs> well, on the plus side, the uh, the sister is now an only child, and they have the most impressive rock garden in all of the aisle. It's so lifelike. I swear <laughs> I can hear it screaming internally. Um, but yes, so we've seen the effects of the lower lords, but like, other than that, it seems to be everyone is despises them or is petrified of them but no one seems to or know yeah. no one seems to know and that's what we need to do we need to know I figure <laughs> I figure uh, 
Tejero is going to be the ideal place because they have a very studious approach to the arcane and to the deities. So I'm hoping we can do a spot of research. But also, and uh, Emblem begins flicking through the pages again to find the, the last one. I was looking through my book, and alongside a series of notes in Draconis, I was reminded of this passage I found at the back. And it seems to be a note from someone that says, I have found one. We must descend back once more to that hateful place. And I quote, At dawn, we set out for for, tin, for Tain Lu. Spelt, spelt Tain Lu, and I show it to Shaosu. Um, I don't know where that is, or what that is, but considering the serendipity of the things written in this book, our conversations with the gods, and how everything seems to follow us around like trouble, I assume we'll end up in that direction. So I want to know it. I want to, to discover it. I'm sorry. I'm... What? There's well talking bollocks there. <clears throat> so, I would rather know what this aisle is before we go hurtling into it head first. Right. That was rolling to see if either Ferris or Hex knew of Tyler. Ah, they do not. That's like. Ferris is like, yeah, I don't know what Tyler is. Maybe it's a town. Maybe it's. Could be a tavern for all I know. Like exactly, it could be a could be a large drink shared by multiple people. It's a blip. I've, I've been around a fair bit. I I do not recognize time to mess up this. Okay. Well, I think that's our best course of action. We'll take the boat out today. Make a beeline for Tajema, and then after that who knows um, yeah so you can you settle up um, I mean again the meals at the guild are fairly cheap but you still have to pay for them Yeah. Uh, so it's like three copper okay um, for like breakfast uh, the rooms are actually comped as part of your like guild fees nice um, oh yeah guild fees which we have totally paid well, presumably it's one of those, like, yearly, you, like, pay, like, a thing yearly, or they, like, take it as a percentage of your your jobs. Yeah. Also. Um, it's one of those, like, you opt into one of the two. And, like, you settle up, you make your way to your boat, um, you shove off and you start heading back to, to Gemma. Uh, you make putting noises the entire way. Uh, friends, um, do we want to talk to, to Chao Su about what's going on with him on the way, or do we want to just leave it and talk to him, like, in the evening at Gemma? Sorry, it's like, do they have health coverage for some jobs? I mean, healers and health potions. Oh. So yeah, I think on the way, Sharsu, like, makes a pit stop and into, like, ye old liquor store and comes back out with, just, like, a crate of liquor. It's his money. Yeah. So you you go to the ship um, and, like, you're barely on board before Sharsu, like, cracks open a a bottle of something, basically moonshine. Something potent. Like, he cracks it open and you can smell it, even though he's at the bow and you're at the stern. <sighs> I guess it's um, lofty back. Oh, ah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want one sip of that and nothing more, because that'll be enough. Um, 
So Dorcher said Chelsea, that's not gonna help. Lucifer's like, listen, he's got vacation days. I mean, he's a he's a fighting turtle on a boat. <laughs> There's not a lot for him to do. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, so start making your way back to the to Gemma. It, again it takes like I think I said like three days, give or take. To, yeah, to get there. If you would like to talk to Shaosu, he's gonna be drunk. Just warning you now. He's gonna be drunk whenever you talk to him. He's just perpetua drunk at this point. You know what I think I think let's give Shaosu some time to keep drink processing. But I I I think we'll try and we'll try and catch him in the morning. <laughs> um during during research time. Uh, see if we can just find out what's going on in his very turtly noggin. Yeah, I think as you're like going back, you end up hitting like a storm, and Hex like goes back into the cabin while you're like sitting there, like goggles down, like going through the storm. And Sharsu's just sitting at the bow of the boat, just like rain hitting him, drinking. <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah, that strikes me. turn off less happy music at this point, but. Yeah, uh, Wraith saying you managed to manifest your tattoo into a physical form. Yeah, you. After three days, make your way back to uh, to Gemma. Okay. And, and again, you like approach the like blue dome with the, the hole in the center of the tower, um, and you get ushered in by like a, a gnome on a weird little like. Segway crystal that leads you down to a, a dock. Yeah, like you dock and you go through all the like paperwork involved. Um, mark down another two copper for docking fees. Roger, roger. Um, I can uh, yeah. What would you like to do from here? Okay. Um, who do we know in this town? Who do we know who is smart? Uh, I mean, Arden Nackle is here. True. Um, Gary's inventorium. Oh, fuck uh, Gary. Gary's a sh Gary's a fraud. He's a charlatan. Um, I don't think I'll see him here. Um, oh, actually, the person that gave you Tuesday is here. Yes, that might not be and a bad. You, that might not be a probably bad like, to talk to him. Check in and be like, Tuesday's doing dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna head to uh, to to Toothy's creator to check on in uh, and uh, see if he can point us in the direction of a good research. All right. We could report into to Rowan. And we should definitely uh, end in the guild this evening, talk to Glassjaw, and just be like, hey, so if someone wanted to hire the guild, all of it, how would that work? Remember that person's name. Hit clanks like Toothy uh, loves new foster dad. Hex. Both 10 out of 10. Excellent babies. Hex is a beautiful, precious son. Oh, there we go. It's, uh... Roran Elwyn. Oh, yeah. Roran Elwyn. Okay. So we're gonna head to Roran's place. 
Right, so yeah, you, I mean, you've been there before, so you can just head there. Yep. It's like a 15 minute walk, whatever. Um, you arrived, we'll say like 10-ish AM. So like not quite lunchtime. You okay. walk your way there. Um, I assume knock on the door. Um, after a moment, uh, they you hear the like the elevator come down, and they open the door like, "Oh, uh, hello! Yes, you're back. Welcome." Indeed, um, indeed. Uh, we thought uh, uh, we thought we'd show you how Toothy's getting along, and uh, I actually wanted to to pick your academic brain if that's okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Come in, come. In. I actually hold and like runs his hands over the the runes so that Toothy can actually come in, because. Uh, the, the runes on the door keep mimics in and out. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, they usher you in, then, like, reinstate the runes. Um, and you get back on the big, like, Dark Soulsian elevator that goes up. Yes, no, I've been, I've been desperately curious what you, uh, what you've been doing with Toothy, and, like, you, you're alive. That's, that's good. You're off. And they, um, they hold up their their wooden limb, like have all your limbs intact. That's that's a good sign. Uh, Toothy and Hex seem to be getting on very, very well. Hex has been doing a very good job looking after it. Um, it does very, very well. I talk Toothy no tricks. Do you want to show him? Oh, I haven't shown you yet. And so you you get up and they're like, yes, okay, let's. So they get up to the top and Toothy like holds out. Toothy, or Hex pulled up Toothy, who is currently an accident, and goes, and better, better proud of this. Like a happy little spear. And Hex, or Toothy turns into a spear instantly. That's fucking cool. And then Hex goes, what is war? This is, this is what I was doing the other day. And like starts moving their hands together and goes, Knuckles! And they turn into like fist weapons. I give like the like, like a beaming parent applause, just like. Oh, so, axe and goes back to axe and then sets it down and goes. Toothy, come, and Toothy like flips up, like shoots a pseudopod out, like flips up into Hex's hand, and uh, Rowan's genuinely like. The fuck? <laughs> and then, like, frantically looks around and, like, grabs a piece of paper and a quill and, like, starts making notes. Yeah, I want to take Wraith's like, line that on the flick and catch, we're just like, they grow up so fast. Sorry, there's something in my eye. Something in my eye. Um, <laughs> they, like, squat down and, like, start, like, asking Hex, like, no, no, what did you do to train to do these things? And, like, Starts taking those hex like regales like t took them to see all the various weapons and like the whole like incentivizing them with little bits of food and like their training regimen with them. Um, yeah, this whole like <laughs> it's just the two of them ignoring you for a while, and meanwhile you and Sharsu, who again is tipsy, uh, just being really nervous in this place that you know is full of mimics. Yes. Just I know for a fact the chandelier is a mimic, and that makes me comfortable. Yeah, it could. It's like, cool, that's just tendrils of death that I can't see above me. So I'm, I'm just going to touch nothing. Yeah, just, no, I'm yeah, just, just going to be here. 
Um, so yeah, they he, they go on for a bit, um, and eventually they think they get all they can out of Hex. I'm like, okay, no, that's fascinating. Um, no, like, it, this is good. This is very, very good. This is... Keep, but, oh, I mean, and like, goes and grabs, um, and he gives both you and Hex uh, five gold each. Oh, nice! For like facilitating the research, it's like no, this is this is very good. Yeah. Doing this, I want to see fully if we can train these to be sentient, incredibly versatile weapons or other things. This is huge. If we could get a mimic big enough, we could have a sentient drawbridge. A drawbridge that eats invaders. Ah, that's a that's a big sell. You know how much people will pay for that? Though, I, I don't know if Hex regaled you. Uh, we did see it eat an owlbear, which uh, is possibly one of the most haunting things I've seen in existence to date. Um, so I, I I don't know how um, the how the aristocracy would feel about such... Wait, is there an aristocracy here? Do you have... I, you know what? It doesn't even matter. Uh, I don't know how the, uh, the, the higher-ups would feel about that bone-crunching maneuver. They take a very deep sigh and go, Yeah, you never get used to the way that they eat. I'm gonna, I've been working with them for years. You you never get used to that. Somehow that's both haunting and comforting. Yeah. So, if you are done with uh, making notes from Toothy, uh, I'd actually like to pick your academic brain. Or at very least, I uh, hope you can give us directions to those that might be able to assist us. Um, was, uh, yes, I just want to, if you don't mind, I'm going to wait Toothy and see. Oh, yes, no, And please. like, well, face Toothy, it's like, it's like taking measurements and like weights and stuff. Uh, what do you ask questions? Um, so I'll, I'll write out and say it. Um, we're looking into the methodology and how to straight up murder, uh, potentially murder the lower lords. And that is, uh, there's a lot of research there, not much progress, but I know there are many, many folks researching that kind of thing because they think, ah, oh, yes, remove, remove the evil, world gets better. No cause, but little, it does in my opinion. I mean, where there's light, there's always dark. And one for the other, in my opinion, but, you know, not going to stop somebody from trying. When I was, uh, hang on. When I was in, uh, uh, when I was in Ferandrith, I encountered the after effects of a, a lower lord's bargain and the horrible effect it had on a person. And it struck me, um, it struck me recently, I know almost nothing about them, how they operate, how they work, and how one could either ward them off or, yeah, yoke them into the sea with great velocity. Yes, yes, no, that's, uh, they do enjoy their their deals, their bargains, and they're like marking down notes, and you see a pseudopod like start going towards their face, and just offhandedly they just like smack it, and it like retracts. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, um, let me think. There was in the market the other day. There was someone I was talking to who was doing research on them. I mean, there's always, you can go to, like, the Grand Library, but between you and me and the Mimics, um, that library, they, they keep inventing new, or 
organization schemes and they never finish one before they implement another one so ah. it's it's a mess it's an absolute mess it's impossible to find anything there they really need to they can't keep anybody in charge of it for long enough to implement one organization scheme so understandable also um i res as a slow to come out of character a little bit but friends i need to start using the between you me and the mimics as a turn of phrase in my day-to-day -day life yes i would absolutely love to not spend all day doing battle with whichever form of organizational system they have implemented so if you know someone who specializes in this i would love to discuss with them Daughters with the shh, you're supposed to know we're here. Um, I'm gonna do this one. Uh, sorry, calm thing real quick so I have Richter and Dodo. Um, oh, I can type. Yes. Oh, I remember who it was. Um, I'm not gonna like them. They're a rather pompous, haughty individual. Uh, oh god! And it genuinely pains me to say this. Uh, the name is Duke. Quote the Duke. Duke. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did you say Duke? The Duke. Duke. Yes. Oh, human. Uh, I can give you his address. Of course, He's... it's a bloody human. No, nothing else would have a name like that. Uh, he's about a mile that way, give or take. Um, but he's been researching the lower lords for a fair number of years. Um, he had mistaken human, uh, male ostentatiously dressed too many rings like enough rings that it's hard for him to hold things oh god uh just bit of an insufferable ass if you ask me that's me and again between you me and the mimics <laughs> but i know for a fact that he's been doing research into into the little worlds okay well thank you kindly for your time we'll we'll be sure to stop in um again to to check in show you the progress of toothy as you can tell, Hex is very proud. Yeah, Hex is just like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Dorchus is livid. Dorchus is like, who created this? Who is responsible for this abomination? For Duke the Duke Duke. <laughs> uh, that would be honest. <laughs> Should have known. GG. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, unless you have any other business with them, they, they take you down the elevator and, and let you out. Um. I do not believe we do. I don't believe we do. Oh. You're now five gold the richer. I should actually mark down that. I, I made a note. Hex has, Hex oh. has five more gold. Oh. So, yeah. So, Do you immediately seek out Duke the Duke Duke? I... 
dear Baron, I think uh, for the for the the dice rolling proportion of today, um, might I suggest we bring our adventures to a close? I, I was gonna roughly. I hit the wall so hard just a few moments ago. You're totally fine. I was actually gonna suggest that we like more or less wrap. I was just giving like, when we come back, what is your your plan of action? I mean, friends, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to go see Duke the Duke Duke. Let's get that out of the way. All right.